Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using, and of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yeah, we're feeling a little festive today. We are. It's our it's our last show before Christmas together. Yeah, yeah. Because you're fucking off to Mexico. I'm uh I'm being a Grinch and leaving next week, so leaving you on your own. Yeah. You'll be home alone. I'll be home alone this Christmas. Yeah. 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 Uh, so tonight you made us a Bailey's coffee. Mm-hmm. Where you're wearing a shirt that says the tree isn't the only thing getting lit this year. Oh, <laughs> so cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, you're wearing uh, your NASA uh, thing because you're, you're going to the moon, I guess. I'm always going to the moon. You've got flashing lights around your neck. Yeah. It's very festive. We're very festive. we got Christmas lights. you got a Christmas tree. We're just in the Christmas we're mood. We're balling. Yeah, we're, in the, we're, we're having ball the holidays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you mm. next week. You're going to be uh, manning the fort with Up Next and BD Elite. Yes. Um, who's joining you? Do you know yet? Uh, I know I've got Sino on Wednesday. Up Next is still up in the air. It's, it's a harder show to get people on for. For NXT? Yeah. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll have someone, I'm sure. Right. All right. Mm. All right. So you're excited for some Christmas stuff? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah? Yeah. I've got a couple of days off, which is nice. Um, don't think I'm going to do anything Christmas Day. I think I'm just going to... Call, call my family and maybe watch a few movies. Hopefully it's a nice day. Go for a bit of a stroll. Might find a bar that's open because I know a few are open Christmas Day. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Like I've a few people have reached out and invited me to like go to their families and stuff, which is nice. But I kind of don't want the awkwardness of meeting anyone. You know? No, I kind of just do it? if I'm hanging out with people, I want to hang out with people I know. Not right, right. Oh, it's my mate's nan. 
you know? You want to like, meet people's nans? Like, nans are great, just not but like, I'm not in the mood to like this year? learn about new people this year. All right, all right. Yeah. So you're being a Grinch too? I guess. No, I'll have, I'll have festive fun. I'll yeah. just get drunk on Zoom get to lit. people. Like, like a the Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, so you, you'll be uh, discussing all of that next week, mm. closer to uh, Christmas and stuff. We do have a uh, little bit of a Christmas free show we'll be putting out on Christmas as well. Uh, but if people want to hear all about some, some more Christmassy stuff, we recorded our Home Alone review mm. with John Pollock from Post Wrestling. It's in the can. It's, it's, it's done. Yeah, it's ready to release. We got a lot of fun things that we talk about on that show, including the whole movie, Home Alone. Yes. So, the Wet Bandits, mm-hmm. the pizza delivery guy. Oh, yeah. Everything. We yep. cover it. It's a great show. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. So, that's our Christmas gift to you. Uh, but that's because you got to get yourself the Christmas gift of Patreon.com slash up next. Because this week is our Jack Frost week. It's, it, it's our biggest week since Loch Ness, 100%. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, uh, it's Jack-Off week. It's Jack-Off week. We're having a Jack-Off. Which Jack Frost is the better Jack Frost? We're going to find out. Yeah. Join the Facebook group, because we put, occasionally put up polls to find out what you want to hear us talk about. Uh, and for Christmas, you decided you wanted us to talk about both of these Jack Frost films. So uh, we recorded one earlier today, Jack Frost 1997. Yeah. It's the horror movie. Yeah, Jack so Jack Frost, Frost 97 is about a guy who gets in a car accident and then turns into a snowman. Yeah. Jack Frost 1998, a guy gets in a car accident, turns into a snowman. Mm. Their life choices decide which movie is the family-friendly movie and which is the horror yeah. movie version. So uh, that's coming out uh, Thursday will be part one where we're talking about 97 and this Sunday we'll be talking about 98 and given our final verdict which is the the ultimate Jack Frost Christmas film we can put it to bed yeah we can put the argument to bed that everyone has had for years which one is better so Jack Off Week Jack Off Week yeah we're super excited Uh, yeah we've got all these other shows out Uh, you've been doing The Sesh yeah and I think because it's the the season finale and it's Christmas uh, I'm going to be putting out for free this week so I'm joined by uh, my guest from week one, our man Neil Flanagan, and JP Houlihan from the Grapple Spotlight. We're gonna both, all, all three of us, sit down and talk about the season finale of Succession, which was fucking good. Nice. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, why don't you just spoil it all right now? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that on our show. No, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta listen on Friday where there will be spoilers. All spoilers. We're talking about the whole show, but I'm not just. Dropping, dropping spoilers like like nobody's business. Yeah, I was lucky. MJ from NJ saved me. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Davey, I know you're listening to the the post news update. Have you w- finished Succession yet? And went, no. And went, turn it off immediately. But it aired. on a rampage. But it aired already. How <laughs> could you say this? It aired just yesterday, and I watched it live, and you didn't. So too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Reckless. Reckless. But yeah, I'm lucky. I went unspoiled. Um, really loved it. Well, I don't it's know. If, really are we going to have the... Can we, can we use that little bit of luck to not be spoiled this week? This is a big week of not spoiling your friends. Yes. Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, uh, what's it called? Far From Home? No. Far, no Way Home. No Way... No Way Home. Far From Home. There's no way to spoil this motherfucker this week. I'm yeah. not being spoiled. I feel like it's, it's going to be hard to. I mean, they had the premiere of this new Spider-Man movie. Uh, and it's coming out this week for everyone to go see it. And it's like, yeah, it's tough because people are going to be seeing it at different times. 
but no, it came out today, so why can't we talk about it then? <laughs> it already came out. You can talk about it. NXT's happened. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Can't we talk about No. <laughs> uh, we do have tickets to Spider-Man Thursday night, so we will uh, hopefully not be spoiled. I mean, it's kind of like the CM Punk coming to AEW. Well, we don't know if anything else happens on True. top of that. Like, True. Yeah, we, we assume... We ass- like we're assuming that possibly Toby and Andrew. We have no right. confirmation, but that's right. the that's been heavily rumored for a long time now. But don't know if is anyone going to die in this one. Someone going to die? Is people are people going to show up? Are there going to be other other surprises? Yeah, yeah. There could be a lot that yeah. could be spoiled, and I genuinely just want to enjoy, enjoy it. it. So I'm I like, think oh. were you were you okay for the Star Wars films with the spoilers? Like, yeah, there were yeah. some big ones in them. Yeah, I was I was spoil free for that. I was I was spoiled slightly for Endgame. Okay. I was like, spoiled for like right at the beginning, and then I like turned it off. I was like, ah, ah! someone like a troll on a wrestling group just coming yeah, in and being like, this is saying what happens. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's no fun. Like we all just want to enjoy mm. the the movie, but we just get a troll on post wrestling spoiling stuff. And yeah, they just have their host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this this is a big week. I feel like. Wednesday, Thursday, I just maybe don't go on social media as much if it's like something that means to you that much. But I mean, we're quite Wednesday. We're normally pretty busy. Like we've got a busy day to, tomorrow. We're recording a bit of the post Christmas show. Um, we are. We're we're, uh, we're we're banking some shows because you are away. So we're we're banking some shows to release um, while you're away. So we've got a was next. We're recording. We're doing our second Jack Frost review and then AEW. So tomorrow we'll, we'll be pretty busy anyway. Yeah, and, and then, then you're working. Thursday. I'm working all the all during the day Thursday, and my work did air the OG Toby Spider Man mm. the other day. So I got it put me in the mood, and then I watched the last two Tom Holland ones to get like get caught up again. But that means then after Thursday at work, we'll go grab some drinks and then go watch this movie. And I'm I'm excited. I I'm love Spider. Yeah. I've watched too much Spider Man in the past. Should I wear my Spider Man costume? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've got it with me. I've got my Deadpool one. You have the mask. I do, oh, I have the mask over here. I don't yeah. think you have the full body. I think suit. the body suit's back home. I'll yeah. bring it back when I go. Yeah, bring it back so yeah. you can walk. I do have my Deadpool one with me though. It's not. It's different. It's not he might show up. He might. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to to watch the Spider-Man stuff. Oh, someone in the Twitch room, uh, DSA89, is suggesting. Wait, what if a heel like MJF just spoils it on national TV? Yeah, someone. Uh, Someone did that a few years ago with Star Wars. With Star Wars, yeah. Didn't didn't someone was it MJF? Was it The Miz? Someone did it when it was a big thing with spoilers. Oh. Yeah, it was on Raw. They said something like, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna spoil this." That's the thing is when you're feeling safe, when you least expect it, it comes out of nowhere. That would that's X Pac heat though. You spoil yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, not smart. That's not. I don't know. Like, if someone would be like, yo, if you watch this one Star Wars movie, this is the one where someone dies. It's like, oh, well, don't say that. Jake is saying, didn't Champa spoil something? <clears throat> yeah, he did it on his Twitter. That's what it was. He? he did it. That's right. It was him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he went on Twitter and it was like, It was yo. during his, like, top, top heel feud. So, MJ is going to do That's it. Twitter. That's not... Yeah, I yeah, don't know. It's, mm, it's true. blurs the lines. It's true, true, it true. It blurs the lines, yeah. yeah. It's like... Wrestling does take from real life and mix it in involved. Mm. So it's like, yeah, when you tune into something to listen to, to us talk about wrestling, here we are talking about Spider Man. I'm sorry if we we, we we try not to spoil mm. things on our show. Spoilers are big deals to I some people. I punched a kid in science because he spoiled. Uh, Dumbledore dies. No, Sirius Black. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Harry Potter because of Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Because that's like, that's like okay, it's a big fucking thick book come out. 
comes out. Some people would read it in like one sitting. I don't know what you're talking about. Harry, I have to Harry watch, Potter. I gotta watch all of them, so don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this kid, like the very next day after they release, I'm like, how have you read it all? That's right. You haven't. You're just trying like, to punched him in the arm. You're just trying to spoil dead things. Arms. Was yeah, mad. yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, see, I don't even want to spoil random things now for people. Like, mm. I don't, if you've not seen things, I don't want to get you spoiled. Yeah. But like, I'm excited to watch Spider Man. Yeah, me too. I, It'll be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> no one spoil it for me. And then in a week or two, then we'll talk about it. Yes. So everyone can go and watch it. Yeah. Because if it matters to you that much, you're gonna try to watch it that fast. Mm. If it doesn't really matter. Maybe you don't care. You still watch it anyways. Like wrestling. You can watch back an old match if it's really good mm. with no, with knowing the outcome because it's like, yeah, it's a great match. Same with a movie. You already know it's going to happen. Cool. But there are certain things that make it even more interesting when you don't know it's, outcomes. It's and. two different types of viewings, I find. I like, I like when I first watch something just being like taken by the, the story of everything and being surprised by things and stuff. Second, and that goes the same with a wrestling match. I just want to be like taken on the journey of the match. On second watch, you're looking for more details or or things that like foreshadow stuff you know is going to happen and that kind of thing. It's a different experience, but right. I think having that element of surprise taken out of that first experience like sucks. Yeah, I, I, as of recent in recent times, if I were to have been spoiled for what did I watch that I, we liked, Mandalorian. Yeah. The ending of season two? Yeah. If I were to be spoiled on that, I probably would have been upset as a fan. Because like, you're just waiting the whole time. Just like waiting for happens. this some right, one thing to happen. happen. And it's like, oh, yeah. what's that? But when it finally happened, I was like, what, wait, what is going on? Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Like the, the people making this are making it for the fans to get that reaction. Yeah. So, And I see stuff like like Marvel. It's <clears throat> people, it's not just one movie. It's, it's years building up to... To this like with Endgame it's like what 22 films leading up to that moment too many films man um, and yeah people have like followed this journey same yeah. as like Succession for me it's like we watch a lot of stuff for this podcast we watch a lot of shit for this podcast yeah. as well and there aren't many things I'm watching at the moment and that's something I enjoy right. you know sitting down and watching and turning everything off and not having to do work and just enjoying it and yeah. I'd feel like that was taken away from me if I was spoiled if you were spoiled yeah yeah it's true it, it does like these things are made to be viewed and, and get reactions and like sure they're things. more important things in life but also like entertainment is important to us it makes us feel good and 100% feel angry watching stuff something yeah I mean I don't know why I keep watching NXT because <laughs> it definitely doesn't do any of those other things except make me angry yeah, I, I'm excited to watch some Spider-Man. We'll probably give some thoughts in, in a week or so when I'm back or, yeah. or something along those lines. Maybe you'll call me in Mexico and we can put that on a show or something. But yeah, um, we we talked briefly, I think, was it last week, about Jeff Hardy mm. and uh, his Stone Cold Steve Austin interview yep. that I thought was pretty good. And then now he's been released from WWE. Mm. Um, what are what are some thoughts on on that there? Because it seems a little weird. It seems like the internet are all like, oh, he he just wanted to get released so he can be with Matt Hardy in AEW. It's like ah, that's that seems so shitty. That yeah. sounds so shitty. Um, it does seem like he and Matt Hardy are both saying that Jeff is 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 it's fine. Okay. He's actually okay, and he's gone from WWE. And yeah, stuff. I mean, like, I, you want the best for this guy. Hopefully, for he sure. Is yeah. yeah, and I don't think necessarily wrestling is what's best for him right now. 
um, if he's had a relapse or something because yeah. it has been he's it has been serious and I think Matt Hardy came out today saying he doesn't think he needs re- uh, like rehab or anything like that but I don't know it's we've seen this guy's history right we've seen what's happened before and deep down we're all fans and we we want what's best for him and um, yeah I, I think it's isn't this the first Christmas without their dad or something, which is like a hard time gotcha. for them because okay. they were super close. So yeah. you can kind of understand why maybe you'd have fallen off the wagon around this time. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, okay, if the guy doesn't feel he needs rehab, cool, but maybe not be around wrestling at this time might, might be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I hope I hope he's all right. Uh, big fan. In fact, today's the 13th anniversary of Jeff winning that title. The, the show I went to in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Armageddon? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember like just having to go to that show. Again, being a fan of stuff, you get in, into it. And I wanted to see if this guy could finally mm. become champ, and he did. And all these years later, he's still... Like still, people still love this guy yeah. and, and are like concerned when things like this happen. And of course, his he's unfortunately had some of his things in his life so public because we've watched it like on pay-per-view yeah. and the sting thing and everything but uh, i do hope uh he's he's all right i i think i think he does need to maybe you know chill live your life mm. be a dad a little bit here and if wrestling is still something that he's totally into which in the stone cold interview sounds like he thinks he can still he have a run. run yeah they were setting up for that roman thing eventually mm. so um down the line if he's now free from wwe down the line he wants to wrestle well clearly a hardy boys thing is something that could easily be brought back up and uh, i know he talks about wanting to do another deletion thing with matt like final end it finally this career i think with with that so like that's a cool thing but i know it's been beaten to death on ring of honor and the indies and stuff but hardy's and young bucks on Mm -hmm. an AEW property pay-per-view or something is instantly a draw again but i just want the best for him well i i think i think both of them are better off with the other yes right jeff's had a a singles run before matt's had a singles run before but it's it's the definitely the nostalgia thing works for like works in wrestling so much and you have all those great tag teams there who you'd want to see them mix with but right now i don't think it's the time i think yeah uh it's because it's scary you see like obviously that sting thing is in everyone's mind and then you see him walking out in that in the match and going through the crowd and yeah. being off it you, you question things so for sure uh, let's just hope he's good before we're talking about him again yeah 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 I'm, right, I'm talking you know? yeah down the line just again as, as as a fan but as also as a fan and a human being I'm like man I just hope this guy's this guy's good so I uh, hope he find, does find his peace and he's alright um, def- definitely I would just I would love to see him and I think it would be like a vindicating thing for him to get to get people People would cheer the hell out of that guy again, mm. and I I think he kind of deserves it, which I don't usually would say. Like I think there is another strong run that he wasn't being he beat the NXT champ at one point, but n- like no re- no relation to his his you know his little his vices right mm. now. But I do think like he's still pretty pop. You watched any time I watched him, he was still pretty popular. He's popular. Personally, I have no interest watching a Jeff Hardy singles right. run. I, I, not not like, we keep on talking about times have moved on with yeah. time to move on I, I don't have any interest in that I'm not saying he needs to be the champion or anything. Mm. I'm just saying he like to, to wrestle to be out there again seems like something he does want to do and mm. as a fan like yeah I would like to watch that 
Uh, but yeah, uh, someone in the chat <laughs> asking about the hook talk, which that's for tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we gotta so. talk about the hook. If you stuff. watched it? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. It's hook. It's hook. Gotta watch hook. He's the hook. Yeah. Well, the hook is you listen to BD Elite tomorrow night. Yeah. We record that. Because winter is coming, guys. Winter is coming. Tomorrow night, it's the big AEW uh, kind of end of year uh, event. This was last year where Kenny won the title. We've got another title match this week. Hangman Page against Brian Danielson, which is... going to be crazy. We've deliberately held off from putting up our top match of the year list for you guys to vote on for our end of year best match ever show because... Could one of the matches on tomorrow's show True. make it onto the list? Serena Deeb, Hikaru Shida. They've had a hell of a feud they so could, far. They could put on yeah. another banger, for sure. Wardlow, Matt Seidel. Who knows? MJF, Dante. Yeah. Honestly, Dynamite looks good. It does. Tomorrow night. They made a good job. So and I, I'm hoping they don't add any more matches, because I, uh, I think the main event should have time. Uh, so it's only a two-hour show. There's no overrun, you know. Uh, we had eight matches on tonight's show. There was a lot of matches on NXT tonight. I think give everyone time tomorrow. Um, and yeah, give the main event like 30, 40 minutes. Let's yeah. go. What are we getting? Are we getting Kyle O'Reilly? Um, there's no room unless they do the, and I, like the, the best friends elite thing tomorrow. Because uh, they haven't announced a match as far as I'm aware between those guys no. tomorrow. But maybe a bit of a brawl and he could come out or something. Possibly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I see someone showing up. Yeah, and it's possibly him, but I see someone. He makes the most sense for sure. Yeah, no, uh, super excited about that. Dynamite's been on this crazy run, and that's that's definitely something that has all my interest. I think they've been knocking it out the park, even on a like a a, a not even that hype of a week. Is I'm still leave and watching that show, being like that was great, Mm. and it doesn't feel like it's three or four hours long. And there's not eight matches on the card mm. usually. Although dark looks like it's quite it looks like they do that a lot on those shows. Oh yeah, eight is eight's a good thing. There was yeah. a time they had like seventeen yeah, matches yeah. on that thing. Yeah, uh, you can hear all about it on Shot in the Dark that's tomorrow. Right. Free, on this free yeah, feed. free feed here, fifteen minutes or less. John Cena will fill you in on everything you don't watch or do watch, including dark, dark elevation, strong, just everything. Go, go. Look at all that, and some of his reports as well on postwrestling.com. Mm. So shout out John Cena and his T-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com/slash/upnext. Go check it out. We got stuff there. We got merch. Hoodie still pending. We support the boys. Got to wait for them to reply to my email. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, ah, they're busy. It's Christmas time. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, all the BD Elite stuff tomorrow night as well. Chatting all about that on this feed too. So uh, go look for that because AEW. We've been pretty positive, and we're we're pretty into. Uh, mm. Tomorrow's show and setting up the future for them, like TBS and stuff like that. Like, I bet I think Tony's got some things up his sleeve. Briscoe's FTR yeah, final battle. We'll talk. True, yeah. about, we'll talk some more about that on tomorrow because this is the WWE show. This is so we got to talk about WWE things like like the Dolph Ziggler slash Natalia Neidhart meal. What have you heard about this? Oh. uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I did see something about this. Yeah, move over Tim Beebs, move over your Travis Megan the Stallion, hot sauce, Popeyes. None of that. Yeah, it's all about the. Yeah, the what, what place is this? this <laughs> is was, it White Castle? Is it White Castle? Okay. <laughs> they what? It's just Dolph and Natalia. They're Dol- the two Dolph meals. meal and then the Natty meal. Like what? All right. <laughs> it would make sense if it was Matt Riddle's meal at White Castle. Yeah, like the stoner aspect, but. 
Weird. What, I don't know. Uh, what the Natty's na- Canadian. She. What, Mike Castle's <laughs> not Canadian. We don't no, know. No, I mean, she probably. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, true. Friends of family. And of Brett. a heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> family of Brett, yeah. I just find it a little odd that that's the, like. Fair play to him. The hey, money. good for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. It just sounds weird. Hey, Vince, uh, we've got this uh, big burger company. They want to use two of your superstars to, to promote. Oh, what is it? Is it Burger King? We'll get Roman out there. He's. Uh, no, 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 it's, well, who is it, McDonald's? McDonald's, we can get, uh, get, get Seamus, it's McDonald's. Uh, no, 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 uh, it's White Castle. What's Dolphin Natty doing? <laughs> Just a two, that's so obscure. It's so weird, it's so weird. So I, I understand that that's the thing that celebrities and stuff are doing these days, but like, that seems so yeah. random and just like, uh. Would you eat it though? I don't know. If I've eaten White Castle a few times in the States, and, like, it's instant regret. It's not great. No. No. It's not. But, I mean, the, maybe the Ziggler meal would make it good. What would you What would you have if it was a Dolph Ziggler meal? Like, something to get, like... I mean, I, a Dolph Ziggler meal is probably, like, protein style, isn't it? It's probably not even got a bun. <laughs> it's just the patties It's just onions. in lettuce wrap. <laughs> yeah. What would Natty's be? Something to do with don't, cats. Yeah, <laughs> no cat burgers. No, definitely no. not. No, if it, if it was the Natty and what's her sister's name? Yeah, I can't remember a sister. Yeah, if it was there, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. What, what are the meals? <laughs> I don't know. We should, we should get into the show, but now I'm curious. <laughs> now what would your burger be? Well, I wouldn't do White Castle. No. I'd do the Whopper at Burger King. I do think that I, I like. I'm you know I'm a McDonald's Junior Chicken kind of guy or a McDouble's kind of guy. The McGangbang. No, but if you got to make your own. Yeah, McGangbang. McGangbang. The Brady McGangbang meal. All right, here we the go. The Bruiser here's Brady the... meal, and you get four. All right, here burgers. we go. All right. The Natalia up. meal consists of four Impossible sliders. They're really small though. A three-piece cheese stick and small Coke Zero sugar. So it's like a healthy one, I guess. <laughs> no, well, really. Ziggler's contains four bacon cheese sliders, a six-piece chicken ring. What's a chicken ring? It's like a ring, but it's chicken. Sounds gross. And medium Fanta Craver Party Punch. Because he's a party guy. It's okay. not showing off if you back it up. <laughs> uh... If neither Natalia or Ziggler's meal tickle your fancy, a WWE Crave case featuring 10 original sliders, 10 American cheese sliders, and 10 jalapeno sliders is also available. That's 30 sliders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Royal Rumble of sliders there. See, why did they yeah, call why it would you not call it the Royal Rumble? Yeah, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Even we have a drink called the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but what would you get, Natty's or... So would you go for the four impossible... A three-piece cheese stick and small Coke Zero. Or oh, is Natty's four the- bacon cheese sliders, six-piece chicken ring, and medium Fanta. Ziggler's is better. Ziggler's, yeah. Ziggler's. So Natty's is the no meat one. Yeah. White Castle has Impossible meat. I guess thing. so. <laughs> that sounds so gross. I mean, Impossible is a brand, so it's just going to be the same as yeah, Burger King. I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, don't knock it till you try it. But like, uh, mm. on White Castle, I don't know. That's. It's, it's it's not good. Just want to go into one, Bill. I want the I, I want, want the Natalia Nightheart meal, please. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the Natalia. I now I now I want it. I, want I it love when sure. I've been I love to. Natty. Shout uh, out, Natty. I mean, we've done wrestling themed drinks at our events before, but when I've gone to like bars pre a WWE show or whatever that are doing their own themed wrestling yeah. drinks, 
and none of the bartenders know what the fuck they don't know what a sharp like management is. have put up. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've one sharpshooter and and uh, a woo, please. And they're like, what the fuck do you want? And then they're looking at the menu and it's like a superplex. All what, right, what's the okay, drink? yeah, yeah. No, I can't say that would be the the best meal deal, especially WWE. Every time we watch NXT on USA Network here that we have, mm. um, all the ads are for pizza. Yeah. Oh, or they Sonic. So- a lot of Sonic commercials. We're getting a lot of these Sonic commercials. The one with the uh, Americans. You guys are next level. You're putting Frito chips, corn chips in, in a your, wrap in your like burritos for ninety nine cents. For ninety nine cents, that's insane. I'm low key a little mad. We'd be in also, trouble. Yeah, if I, if I, was I think ha- we'd be in trouble. Happy that we don't can't access that all the time. Mm. Uh, Sonic, that lo- it's good. It's all right. But we saw an ad today that was definitely tickled our fancy, which was the. Was it oh, sour cream? The d- dairy uh, daisies. Dollop of a daisies. Dollop of daisies. And everyone's yeah. singing about dolloping the daisies. We never heard that one before. Yeah. We were losing our mind. That one was interesting. But yeah, a lot of pizza commercials. And around these holidays. I posted the video in the Twitch room. If anyone you had it ready. <laughs> you had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's ready to talk about some dollop of daisies. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, another thing I saw for WWE. It's not quite the WWE meal, but. Um, you know uh, Hasbulla, like the little the kid? Russian guy who looks like a kid. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. W- there's rumors that WWE has been trying to get him. <laughs> wow, right. for a match. For a match. <laughs> so I don't know if they'll have. Him Are they the- calling Hornswoggle? Like, <laughs> yeah. So the issue is that this guy, this kid, Hasbulla, which I'm sure people would recognize the face if you just Google him, and you'll be like, oh, okay. Um, he's been trying to get in his first fight. Like, okay, but he, he they can't find him an opponent. So they've, they've matched him with this other, like, person that kind of looks like him. But Hasbulla's like, nah, that, that guy's a singer. He's not a fighter. That's a joke to me. I need real competition. So right. they're f- trying to find him an opponent. But Khabib is now saying that actually, like, WWE has offered us quite, quite some money to, like, do something. So they're, like, on the fence thinking about it. Uh, I don't know if it, it would be here, like, in the United States or on a, a what, like, a Saudi show. But, yeah. Saudi show. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hasbulla is a draw. Who would you have him against? I mean, Hornswoggle, but like, is that just like offensive? I don't know. Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Roman beats Brock at day one. Hasbulla comes out. Hasbulla comes out. Well, he, he's always uh, like, uh, what is it called? Sucker punching people. Right. He'll do it to Roman. One, two, three. Wow. Uh, Hasbulla versus Nicholas. The Nicholas. Former tag yeah, team yeah, yeah. He's probably older. He's probably old now. Yeah. Since yeah, that was, was a few years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Book uh, Omas versus Hasbulla. Omas, you, yeah, you got to do some of those too. Yeah, Hasbulla takes the bumps. Yeah. <laughs> Can- <laughs> Canadian Destroyer by Hasbulla. Onomas? How would that even work? <laughs> but you, you don't say you're not interested in watching it. Oh, I watch it. Yeah. I feel like this is bringing you back to WWE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, will, this will get me involved. I'll watch Raw every single week. Definitely, if they do that, he's a draw, 100%. He's memeable and he's a draw. I love, I watch his videos way too <laughs> too much. So, yeah, good shit. Uh, and I know we're an NXT show, and we've recently been pouring them out for uh, some NXT people. Um, pour one out for Brian Kendrick. We'll tell you why oh, later. Oh, boy, yeah. Poor, poor <laughs> but, Spanky. <laughs> but Swerve, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, mm-hmm. he has like a, a podcast, YouTube show, and stuff like that. And he recently had Eddie Kingston on, and they were, like, talking about some things, and uh, Swerve kind of was a bit candid about WWE, and he said he was really proud of 
his stuff in WWE, but it looks as if, like, kind of what he was saying was he loved Hit Row, but it's not kind of something that he came up with or he was kind of added to. Okay. And that he kind of wants to do, do, his, his, own do his own sort of thing. So that kind of answers any questions if you were thinking or if you were wondering if maybe we would see him in Hit Row in other places it kind of seems like maybe he wants to do his honestly own. I think he's so I, I loved Hit Row I thought they really worked and he, I think he was if, definitely you wanted, the glue. if you wanted to take those guys and put them somewhere else but I think he'll be absolutely fine on his own as well yeah um, like I think the, I think the guy is a star I, I I don't understand how they let this guy go but you could say that about a lot of people yeah but I saw him during his NXT run and thought <clears throat> If you want to go with this guy, he could be the guy for your company. He's he's that good, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's like every aspect of his game is pretty pretty solid. He can talk. Yeah. He's got a good look. He's current. He's very he's current. He's cool. He's an amazing wrestler. And a fucking good wrestler. Yeah. So I hope to see him uh, somewhere else very very soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully get to see him wrestling again, but yeah, uh, it, it also sounded, uh, because then kind of linking what he said there and some other things the other guys have said, it sounds as if it was supposed to be Leo Rush in the lead of okay. Hit Row originally. So, Interesting. I mean, there is that. Leo Rush has got some sort of unit thing happening in, in AEW, but I would, li- I would like to see Swerve yeah. uh, eventually even over there as well, because I think he's great. Yeah, I can see him showing up on like GCW shows and things <clears throat> like that first, maybe. Um yeah, because he's done like the deathmatch oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and I, I think he's he's got that kind of like I don't know outlaw vibe to him, you know, like that yeah. fits in with that company. Like whilst AEW might be a little loaded, um, but eventually, yeah, the guy needs to be in a major major promotion, like Johnny Gargano and all the stuff he put out. Well, he's on Twitch right he's now. He's on Twitch he's, right he's now. He's competing with us. We're competing uh, with Gargano. Uh, our I, boy. I'd say he's doing a little better than us on uh, Twitch right now, although a load of people just left the room. Yeah, he just dropped down, but yeah. Well, well we might go and pay him we'll a visit him. after after our up next review. Yeah, we'll go give him a raid. Yeah. Um, he also has got his pro wrestling tees up right away. Mm-hmm. So that answers the question if he's still tied with WWE. Because A, he's Twitch, which they don't let you do now. And B, he's got pro wrestling tees. So go support Johnny Gargano. Yeah. He's got a kid on the way, damn it. Go support him. Got a cool shirt on. It says dogs. His, he's wearing a shirt that says dogs? Yeah. Oh. I mean, hey, dogs are great. So yeah, he's got a dog. He needs to fix uh, his his stream is kind of stretched, don't you think? Yeah. Now you're judging Johnny's Twitch stream. Well, I think I think it can look a little nicer. His first stream. Yeah, true. I, <laughs> go back at our first stream. <laughs> <laughs> Did we look? I don't think we looked even as that good. On no, our first no, stream. we didn't. We didn't. We we're in yeah. the tiny scrump room, weren't we? I think. Yeah, we were. Yeah, the monitor. Talked about Spider-Man, I think, on one of the first ones. There you go. Yeah. So. But Dickie Bird, give give Johnny a word and help him out there. Give him some graphics. (laughs) Just reuse the graphics you gave us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You won't know. Johnny will be like, this looks great. Yeah. Shout out Johnny, though. Yeah. Uh, Good for him, letting him do stuff that he he wants to do. I love to see it. But let's talk about why we're here. Yeah. Let's talk about NXT 2.0. If you listened to last week's up next where me and Davey discussed NXT I was so furious with Grayson Waller that I walked off the set we, we stopped recording and I yelled at you I flipped the table over yeah. I said I'm done and you said fine I'll do it myself and I said sure and tonight you're leading NXT I, I said I was like 
Do you want me to lead next week? Because you seem very unhappy. I'm unhappy. <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of all the black and gold fans out there. It's 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 been time. It's not this week. It's not last week. This mm. is this is a show that has defeated me as a fan. This is when you when you have a DVR, and it's this like what September fall time. You're trying out all these new shows that ABC, NBC are pumping out. And then you, you watch one week, you go, mm. And then you watch another week, you go, not one I'm going to cancel that future DVR recordings. Yeah. This one definitely would have been canceled a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> so, so you said I'm too mad. So I can't, can't even watch NXT and enjoy it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we open NXT December 14th, 2021 from the Capital Wrestling Center with a recap of last week's show with Grayson Waller taking out Johnny Gargano. And we're seeing some footage this time taken from, like, Waller's phone as he's doing the attack yeah. and as he's, like, taunting everyone in the CWC. And he says, Johnny Wrestling is done. And we see Grayson Waller arrive to the CWC uh, to fans outside who are booing him, going, you suck, you suck. And Waller just takes out his, his phone, is recording a video, starts lunging. He's loving it. He's loving all the, all the attention he's getting. But we kick off tonight's show with a no-holds-barred match. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. Now, Duke Hudson's been, been mad after his head was shaved because Cameron Grimes cheated. He pulled the tights. And ever since, he's been wearing this wig and a wrestling headgear. So Grimes said, all right, you thought I cheated. Well, how about next, next week? It's no DQ. Anything goes. So no one can cheat. So... Grimes comes out and he's already throwing weapons in the ring to start things off. As uh, Hudson comes out, Grimes attacks him right away, puts a trash can on his head and does a PK to the trash can. There's then a nice top rope moonsault from Grimes to a standing Duke Hudson. Looked pretty good. And now he's just dragging Hudson around by the wig. Uh, Hudson does this move where he like slingshots over the top rope into a German suplex, which I thought looked pretty nice. It did, yeah. He did look pretty good doing that. It's kind of like Johnny's like slingshot spear, but like he slingshots behind him and then into the German. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, honestly, I don't think much of Duke Hudson's wrestling and kind of seeing a little glimmers like that. I'm like, oh, like you're not just a poker player. Yeah. You're a good wrestler. Uh, On the outside, Hudson pokes Grimes in the eyes and then goes for the... The Razor's Edge, he tried this in their War Games match, but this time to the floor. But Grimes manages to counter this into a Rana like he did in the first match, but it sends Hudson to the barricade. Uh, in the ring, Grimes sets up a chair and goes for a poetry in motion off the chair. Maybe a shout out to Jeff Hardy, who mm. I believe the Hardys trained him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this gets caught by Hudson, and we saw this in the, their War Games match as well. Uh, Hudson follows it up with a big Urinagi, but this time to a steel chair, um, which looked pretty painful. Yeah, like the chair was set up, yeah. so it bends it and breaks it. During picture and picture, we see Hudson get out the poker table. It's like a Round, like a regular table, but a rounded folding poker, poker table. table. Yeah, like the ones you see at Walmart and stuff. Um, and Hudson tries to superplex Grimes onto the poker table, but Grimes <laughs> fights him off and hits a high crossbody jumping over the table, which looked pretty nice. And then Grimes goes for the cave-in, but gets caught with a powerbomb through the table. And Hudson goes for the cover, but the referee doesn't count because 
the shoulders are on the on the table and not on the mat. On the rubble. Yes. He's yelling at the ref. He's yelling. He's like, just fucking count it. So Hudson pulls him out the way, goes for the pin, but Grimes kicks out at two. Now Hudson's mad, so he goes under the ring, pulls out the clippers, goes to shave Grimes' head, but Grimes kicks him in the head, hits the leaping poison rana, and then does the cave-in onto the steel chair, which looked pretty sweet. He hit the poison rana, which then set up Duke to be sitting on the chair, and then caves him in while he's sitting down, so it breaks the chair. Yeah. Uh, One, two, three, Cameron Grimes wins the match, and after the match, finally... He rips off the wig, revealing Duke Hudson's bald head. He looks great. He looks fine. He looks fine. I would say he looks... I don't know. I, I do feel the hair worked for him. Of he course. looks a bit more generic here. Yeah. A bit bland. Yeah, yeah. Like, just his body type. He, like it. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought he looked he good He doesn't look hair. stupid at all. No, of course they got to play it up. Like. Yeah. Uh, Wade was playing it up on commentary. They're like, no, it's his real hair. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, he just got it got it done and stuff like that. And then he's like shocked. Like, you scalped him. You ripped his head off. Oh, it's it, it's a wig. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I find funny, it's he lost the match, what, 10 days ago. He'd probably have more hair than this now already, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's been shaving it still, I shave but. one. I shave my head once a week, usually, sometimes twice. And it's like, it grows pretty quick. Mm. You kind of don't realize. So And also... Grimes only got him like one or two <laughs> things, so he had to shave it himself. It's in the too. contract. Yeah, he's probably got to shave it for a year or something. Oh man, keep it short. It's too bad. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of this? Yeah, it was fine. They had some cool spots. It was. It reminded me of the last few Grimes feuds. Like he gets in these like almost comedy feuds that have some seriousness to it, and he usually like steps up. Uh, Wade Barrett also brought brought up that people were calling Grimes John Wick. Which yeah. I think we were cu- we calling him like, times, yeah, he looks yeah. like John Wick. So Grimes is trying to tap into that serious side more so. So I kind of want to see more of that. I think I think the comedy stuff is a, is gonna wear thin if it hasn't already for some people. But I'd like to see him uh, once like Mello is done with what he's doing with with <clears throat> thinking possibly unification with the cruiserweight. I'd like to see Grimes and Mello go at it and Grimes yeah. try and have a North American title run because I I think he. He definitely deserves to be pushed up the card. He delivers every single time and gets given a lot of silly shit and he makes pretty good stuff out of it sometimes. Yeah. What the, the hand he's been dealt, shall we say. Right. To poker. use a poker term. It's just crazy how the, like, this guy, he's been here for quite a while, it seems. At least three years now? Yeah, about since yeah. the breakout. Yeah. yeah, I'd say a year plus he's definitely been like a, a staple. Um, I would like to see him go up the card a bit more or even main roster honestly I think the whole stuff with the the stock market to the moon stuff pr- would have probably hit and gotten WWE a lot of coverage if yeah. that was on a bigger scale but uh, I do love his wrestling even Hudson kind of shows some wrestling I just think like it's it's still super goofy and like I didn't I didn't necessarily hate this at all I'm just like alright like let's let's move on. no I, I thought it was a pretty fun plunder match yeah. and they got a lot in in a pretty short amount of time here yeah and I did like uh, I like the closing like segment uh, like bit of the match here with the cave in through the chair I thought it looked pretty cool yeah there were some creative spots it did make me laugh seeing the poker table yeah. being brought out and there were callbacks to their other match which I appreciated yeah. too but, but again Hudson looked fine with the hair yeah. he'll just grow back he will uh Cora Jade is backstage being interviewed and she says she's so excited because she's been medically cleared 
but Dakota Kai interrupts and she says, don't you see? This is what she does. She did this with me and now she's doing it with you. When Raquel finds someone she likes, she latches onto them and holds onto them for dear life and lets you do all the dirty work while she takes all the glory. Well, maybe you should form a tag team with her. Hell, maybe you should do the Dusty Classic with her. And then Cora calls her mum. Says like, shut up, mum. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. And says, I'm going to beat you tonight. And then I'm going to beat Mandy Rose for the title. Uh, And Cora Jade walks off. And now Dakota is kind of freaking out after being called mum and and storms off. Um, Well, she knows how WWE treats their women superstars. Once you're 30, you're old. and You're a mum. Yeah, we don't want you anymore is what it kind of sounds like. I did realize when I saw this match was happening tonight, Dakota and Cora, Cora Jade is essentially... Dakota Kai, like from a few years Three ago. Three years ago, two years ago. Like yeah. before she. Yeah, turned. We, we said it a few times on this show as of late, but Dakota Kai is amazing. She's been amazing. She's been on a crazy great run in NXT up until this point. I do not like this character, whatever it is that she's supposed to be doing and acting. I cannot see it. Unhinged. Looks so fake. I don't like I it. I agree. At all. She's amazing. Again, Dakota Kai is awesome. This is just not working. I out. even think. Everything she said here, if it was in her old voice, would have been great. Would have been great. It's yeah. like she's doing the same to you what she did to me. Yeah. She's latching on. She's being your friend. She's having you do your work. All of that makes complete sense in her story arc and yeah. sounds great. And we know Dakota Kai can sound great in these promos, <clears throat> but she just—it's not working. Everything she said was was fine. It's just how she was saying it. She's it's doing the this twitchiness, weird, and yeah, now like, she's like so freaking out because she's being called a mom. Ah, she said I'm mom. It's, it's like, yeah. It's sad to watch because you just cringe watching it and you go, oh, what are you doing? She's another Dakota? one you could have seen on the main roster putting She on wasn't it. broke, you know, why fix it? Yeah, so weird. So, so weird. And she was a great heel before when she turned yeah. on Tegan and, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. and, and again, the crowd doesn't want to necessarily boo her. No. Because they like her still. So it's just so, so backwards. It feels weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to see her get back to good wrestling. Um... Well, let's get back to a great tag team. We get Briggs and Jensen. Oh, boy. Who are going to the country concert. And they're in their, their truck. And they're all excited. And, and uh, what's his name? Jensen's, like, polishing up the truck. And Briggs goes, hey, where are the girls at? And then Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro show up in their truck. It's a bigger truck. It's a bigger truck. And they're like, hey, boys. <laughs> and I think it's Briggs says, you think that's cool? Well, that truck is really cool. So we see them go to an actual... We <laughs> this is fun. I'm going to watch this one again later. Yeah, you're going to watch this yeah. one a few times. Um, we saw Caden and Casey go to the like festival in Florida. EDC Orlando recently. or something, yeah. yeah. And now again, this isn't like a setup concert. They've gone to a legit concert here. And there's country music playing in the background, like a there, track over. And this. there are a lot of people trying to enjoy this concert. <laughs> and then there's a camera crew filming these idiots. And <laughs> everyone's looking at them like, "What the fuck are these guys doing?" And they're doing like line dancing. And so it seemed like Briggs was the one who was like, "Let's go." And then when he's there, it's they're more interested in Jensen. It kind of seemed like they're dancing, so he's just kind of like, "Ah." And it's like they're teaching him how to line dance at, at the concert yeah. and stuff. Explaining this does not do but any then, justice. But then the girls seem more interested with each other. Yeah. And they start dancing with each other. And the segment ends with 
Briggs and Jensen with their jaws wide open. It's... It's, it's the way they do it it's like when you watch American Pie or something and the two girls make out yeah. and the guys are like what right but these two girls are just line dancing with each other they go to raves they're I, rave girls and dancing they like to enjoy themselves I hate these four all four of them <laughs> all four of them I think the, when I saw are that possibly the most annoying yeah imagine you're at this concert yeah, the, the people didn't look impressed. No, like, everyone around watching, looked like, upset. What are you doing? Everyone's like looking back, like Florida Georgia Line are playing. Can yeah, you like shut turn up? the lights down. We're trying to watch this shit. It looked like that at that rave thing. They also look like such tryhards. Mm. Like the rave thing, they're like woo, and then here they're doing the same thing, but it's a country music concert. I know people love country music; it's great, but just not not working at all. I don't think Josh Briggs listens to country music. Ask him what his favorite country like, music. His character, he he just seems so uh, yeah. Briggs, maybe. No, sorry, Jensen. No, the maybe. other way, Jensen. Yeah, Jensen, maybe. But he seems this character just doesn't seem to like fit. Here. All of these are, a tr- yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching a wrestling show, mm. s- sports entertainment show, whatever they fucking call it these days, and it's these two guys going to a concert with these two girls and they're dancing like yeah, like. Sorry, but, but and sometimes this this stuff works. We've seen, remember, like the the Mandy and Otis stuff. It was silly, but you actually kind of were like, ah, I kind of want Otis to get the girl there. Right, like it's goofy, but I don't. No one is endearing themselves to me no. in this. Where I really, Everyone I really don't care if annoying guy hooks up with annoying girl. No. All unlikable. At the country concert. They're so unlikable. All four of them here. Look, we've already made fun of these two separately, and it's like, wait, let's just put it together in the same segment mm. so we can skip two birds, one stone. Because I hate both of these teams. Uh, I, I cannot stand it. It's, la- it's so funny. We're laughing. It's not supposed to be this funny. It's not, we're not laughing with them. Mm. We're laughing at them 100%, and I need to make that clear. Because yeah. I don't think they making this, whoever's putting this together, who's ever writing this idea, coming up with these lines is like, ah, that's funny. That'll hit. No, it's sir, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's bad. Uh, and you but, should feel bad. But watching... Triple H, where are you? Triple H! But like occasionally, like, Caden and Casey's TikTok will pop up on my Instagram. Sure. Like, I feel like they might be having a lot of input in this because they're as unlikable on them <laughs> as they are on TV. Sure. Hey, maybe it's working for them and they're like, hey, this is what we want to do. Like, some people might love it. I don't know. Let yeah. me know if you are because this... Like, this, this is the point for me every week. I know, like, every segment is for you, but yeah. this is the point for me. This is up there now. I'm Instantly like, up there. Ugh. You've heard us riff on that Briggs and Jensen steak thing. Yeah. Like, a lot. And brought it up a lot. And then we riff on Caden and Casey a lot. And when it comes to their wrestling, they're, we're like, hey, they, they've improved. And they've gotten really good. I like Caden and Casey as a team. Yeah. I think in-ring, they're pretty fun. Just like now they're putting these things together. I know last week, what, they won, They said, who wants to come to the concert? And they, like, walked off of the tickets. It's just like, what the... The thing f- is, we're going to get more of these. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this is going to keep going on. I would be so furious if I was trying to enjoy, enjoy Chris Stapleton or uh, whoever, whoever, and I'm like, yo, can you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to, stop. I'm trying to watch this. Turn those cameras down. Like, I'm on drugs. Stop. <laughs> when they're at the rave, specifically, people are like, uh, I'm trying to pop Molly. Can you please turn those cameras somewhere else? Yeah, uh, this is hilariously bad. Rock and Horse is open again now. <laughs> it's got a country shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if you're the person who listens and goes, ah, these guys said this match this week was really good. I should check it out. Don't watch any matches. Just watch this promo. Just watch this to know what we're talking about. <laughs> and then 
and then go put on an old takeover. Yeah. <laughs> Feel good. Speaking of unlikable people, Grayson Waller is backstage. Ah. And, uh, sorry, no, he, he comes to the ring here. Uh, he's got chance of asshole against him, and he's just going, I love it. I love it. And he says, a wise man once said, you can never fail if you bet on yourself. It was beautiful, and I had a tear in my eye, referring to Johnny's promo last week. Well, that wise man overstood his welcome. He wanted to talk about his wife. He wanted to talk about you guys, the audience, the crowd. Why would he want to thank you? I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I had all the views. I was trending everywhere. And that's what happens when you bet on yourself. And we've got the crowd getting pretty heated with shut the hell up chants. Oh, so edgy. So uh, <laughs> the etiquette at the CWC is pretty nice. Because they, t- they probably have to tell you. Hey, like, don't kids. swear. They're like, shut the f- hell up. Yeah. Uh, Waller then uh, plays his uh, the footage from his Instagram of him, uh, the attack last week. Now there are asshole chants. And he goes, oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> Last week, I cemented myself as the NXT superstar. I went from jumping off the cage, winning war games, and ending the career of an NXT legend. Then I spent the weekend partying with celebrities. Well, what did you do? You spent the weekend complaining about me. And then Waller shows all these tweets of people saying, oh, Grayson Waller, you scumbag, and stuff. And then shows one from Wade Barrett that comes up that calls him a piece of shit. He says, POS. He's a POS, and I think I like it. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, huh, wait. That's what you think of me? Well, this isn't 2010. I couldn't care less what you think of me. And then there's Vic Joseph. I did this to your best friend in the entire world right in front of you, and you didn't do a single thing. I want you to remember that. Shows what kind of a man you are. I mean... We kind of said the same thing last night. I agree with him. Yeah. I agree with him completely. Vic, all you needed to do was attempt to do something and get one punch, and then you're a hero. But yeah. no, you just watched. Yeah. <laughs> and called it. Johnny's got this. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they went from... Champa too. Fuck it. Where's Champa? Where's Champa? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, where's Champa? Cowards. Um, I like how just in two weeks, like Vic Joseph is Johnny Gargano's best friend. Like yeah. Johnny's way out, and he's like, "Actually, my best friend's Vic Joseph." And I was like, "All right, oh. okay." And now it's storyline. That's because like, all these other friends are, are elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. just left with Vic. Um, so Grayson continues. I don't need friends. I don't need family. I don't need any of you. The only thing I need to get to the top of this industry is Grayson Waller. And then he puts on these annoying, like, fake glasses and walks off. And it cuts to Wade and, and Vic. And Wade goes, oh, I tried to like this guy. I really did. And then Vic, Vic, is, yeah. like, Vic is like, hey, you know, don't take it to heart because that guy, Grayson Waller, is not even verified on Twitter. So. Oh, really made up for you not standing up for your mate there, Vic. I did laugh but, really hard. <laughs> I did laugh really hard at that line. Uh, I, I think that, like... I think using someone to take out Johnny is a good way to get some yeah. heat, obviously. But I'm not super sold on Grayson Waller. I think he cuts a fine promo. Everything he said here was like, ah, good. You want mm. these people to boo you. Like, definitely soak it in as much. The thing where he came in the beginning where people were just booing him. Like, definitely, like, soak it in and, and work that as the angle. I just still find him a very, like, not not on a level of all these other, like, characters that stand out i feel like he's just he's just not quite at this this level yet i someone in the chat 
uh, Vic Bear in the chat right now says Grayson Waller is PGMJF. And I'm like, ah, it's just because he's a heel and he's and he's saying things. But in the same way, it's like, yeah, what he's saying is a lot of still like what all these other gimmicks are doing. Like, think of Joe Gacy with the buzzword mm. stuff we keep saying. He's just literally taking words and putting them. Grayson Waller does that, where he's like, the likes and the sw- Like, he's, he's purposely taking things and putting them in. Great, but it still isn't coming across. Like, he, he says in his promo, and mind you, this is all kayfabe. This is a made-up mm. show. He's like, you were all talking about. No, literally no one cared, honestly. People were more interested in Johnny Gargano's pro wrestling tees and Twitch. Because, like, people haven't been watching. The ratings last week showed that. <laughs> the ratings continue to show that. No one's watching this fucking show. Yeah, but come on. You're not going to have him come yeah, out and be course. like, hey, everyone was talking about yeah. Johnny last week and the ratings suck. No, like, he, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I, I'm saying. I like, think over time, I, I have a feeling this is going to work. Sure. Um, it is working. Right, right from right the here. beginning when he was a, a baby face, yeah. we were like, fucking hate this guy. Right. Because his look is annoying. Yeah. Uh, like, everything's annoying about him. Now he's a heel and I think... It works better. And I think that his... Actually, his... I'm surprised they haven't played more with his reality TV background. Because that is exactly... Well, we have the Miz already. No, we do. But that is... That is exactly what he... Yeah. You understand his character because he comes from a world of reality TV where it's all of sure. likes and swipes and all that. Um, I think thought his delivery was really good. I, I think he's... I do. I do think I think he's starting good. to get genu- genuine like hate from people. And I think we've seen snippets of what he can do in the ring where he, he can go. So I think if you add, like, if he can get into a proper feud here and amp this up, uh, I, I feel like it could work. I feel like they, they could have something with this guy. Yeah, I think the story, I think to make it bigger, it should have been played in with Champa is mad that he did this. Instead, he, they're going back to the LA Knight thing, which I think instantly like mm. you're you're wasting that that rocket that you decided to light last week. So it's like I think it's also cuz they started the LA Knight feud as a bit of a comedy feud. Right. And now you've got it this uh this guy who is disrespecting the old guard and sure. it's like time's moved on and I think we've said although LA Knight's a veteran in the business we don't look at him as necessarily old guard NXT. He's someone who's been there about a year. Yeah. And whereas if it was a Champa or even like even a Pete Dunne more so than the than the Tony D'Angelo feud, I think it would make sense more character wise. But uh, I I think he followed up pretty strong after last. He sounds like everything he's saying is like yeah. In this character, it definitely makes sense. I would do one hundred percent the same thing. Like why not? This guy left. It's almost still bigging up Johnny in some way because it's like I think he's got to come back. I think that shows kind of the terms they left on that right. that they gave him the like the over on last week with the promo and um, yeah, go away, do your thing. But that door is open. Johnny right. knows that. Like Johnny could walk back in tomorrow by the looks of it if he wanted to. Royal Rumble, but yeah, maybe uh, I, again. I I I think it is the right way to go. I just he's it's still a little like paint by numbers mm-hmm. fill in this part with this and, and stuff whereas you do watch some other people on the microphone and stuff it kind of c- connects a little bit more I-, I find but he is so unlikable that they did do the right thing imagine this guy still was a baby face I mean if you look at the doing? class of people he's in of these new ones yeah he's sure he's not an MJF but <clears throat> few people are really 
But sure. the class of people who've like just started having a bit of TV time in the last few months, yeah, he's way ahead. I think for talking, one yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, like not sure. like we want them to go further. We yeah, want them yeah. to get better and it connect more and sure. and less buzzwords for sure. But he's, I thought he was not bad. Yeah, yeah, that, I could I could see him going further and eventually getting a, a lot a lot better, a lot more polished and everything. But so far, it's like it, it is this. Boo! It's now it's the thing to at full at where is the CWC? Yeah, it will be the thing to boo him just because everyone's hating him. Yeah, and that's the story. Like through the rest of the show, he's walking backstage and trying to talk to people, and they're all like, "You're an asshole." Well, they. I mean, we'll get to the bit later, but they've already set up a him and Breaker thing for down the line. Yeah, which I assume Breaker will be the champ pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we go backstage to Malcolm Bivens, who's with Diamond Mine and says Diamond Mine is all about the big money matches and nothing as big is as big as Roderick Strong versus Bron Breaker and Bron you may be the breakout star but you're not the workhorse of NXT that is Roderick Strong he is the best and then Roddy tells the rest of Diamond Mine hey I'm going to do this on my own tonight stay in the back and then Bivens sends off Ivy Nile for her match and fist bumps her and goes like damn girl you strong <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like Malcolm Bivens I still think he's the best part of Diamond Mine as much as I love Roderick Strong and, and all of them have been impressive but he's... I think Bivens is so good that the rest of Diamond Mine could kind of rotate in and out and we could have new people go in and yeah. people leave and as long as Malcolm Bivens is kind of running it it's it's something like right. he's so good on the mic and pretty funny I think yeah we go to we we said last week we hadn't seen uh, this lady for a while well it's lashing out with Lash Legend woo so excited and this week she has two special guests what Kushida and Ikemanjiro and she always sings it like Ikemanjiro you're my hero yeah Ikemanjiro you're my hero just like that um while they're sitting down, the, the sleeping girl, uh, the former Mei Ying, Karen Q, <laughs> walks past, walks past with her eye mask on and Sits down. pillow and just walks through. Yeah. And uh, the uh, jacket time says, thank you for having us. We are big fans of lashing out. And she wants to talk to them about how they're always dressed to impressed and then shows videos of them in, in, in jackets because <laughs> they're jacket time because they're jacket time jacket time and uh, Jiro says well their secret is style strong see what they did there yeah yep and she's like yo what's your beef with grizzled young veterans and Jiro says well that's a sensitive operation and Kashida says they attacked us last week and then they flip into Japanese and suddenly they're not all smiley and they're super serious and they go, like Grayson Waller, you have no respect for the ring, grizzled young vets. We are the ultimate team, and we put smiles on faces, but we will wipe the floor with yours. And Lash Legend's like, ooh, all right, that's, that's a little intense there. And then they go back to being smiley happy and say, jacket time! And then you see the girl sleeping again. Yeah. And she, ma- she makes a face like, oh, when mm. they like, t- change their tone. But, yeah. Free Kushida. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Um, I, 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 I think it's supposed to be funny, but I, I don't like it. Ever, especially ever since I saw Jiro taking a shit. Yeah. And this tag team did form again also in the washroom. In the toilet. 
So yeah, I'm designed to hate this. I just want, I just want not, I don't want this. No, I don't no, like, I, I don't, I don't like this. this. Um, I know. <laughs> I need an adult. The joke is meant to be that, uh, like they're all happy, happy. And then when they're speaking Japanese, they're serious. But what you saw is when they were doing the bit in Japanese, both suddenly looked so much more comfortable as performers. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, can you just do this? Just I, I never need to hear Kushida speak English, to be honest. Like, can he just say, oh, he's going to fucking break someone's, break arm. someone's arm Yeah. in Japanese? Yeah. It's, yeah, this, and I, I'm not a big fan of this segment either, this lashing out thing. Every time I watch lashing out, I hate it more. Yeah. And every time I watch Jiro, I hate him more. Yeah. Whereas I... The novelty wore off very quickly. With very, for, very for fast. Jiro. Yeah. And the jacket time thing, it's hilarious. And me and you talk about it all the time. We, mm. it, yeah, off air. We, we joke. And jacket time, best tag team in the world. Just I just want to see this guy wrestle. This guy, when yeah, Kushida, he, yeah. When, when Kushida signed, we were all like, okay, but uh, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and he started to finally kind of. They made him cruiserweight champion, and it when they were actually taking that a bit more seriously. Sure, yeah. And then very quickly, it's just unraveled, and I'm surprised it's taken this long for them to actually just put him in this comedy role. Um, but they handled him well for a couple of years. I wouldn't even say that. No. No, complete, complete flop. I wouldn't say complete flop. What's the best match he had in NXT? Walter. Was that, on, that wasn't even a takeover, was it? Has no. he even wrestled on a takeover? Yeah. Man. He's had, he, yeah, he's had a takeover match. He, he's had some, good, he's yeah. had some good matches. I'd say he's done more than... Dicky in the Dicky in the Twitch chat right now is reminding us that the finals of the battles best of the Super Juniors are tonight. Ah, Kushida won't be in that. But Shibata's wrestling. Sh- isn't he? Shibata has an announcement. An announcement. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the announcement is Kushida's leaving WWE. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I just I've been a fan of Kushida for a very 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 long time, and this is just like man. I know it's things have changed, and you were kind of part of that change, and now you're in the wrong spot at the wrong time, yeah. like. You literally got all these other people famous from having great matches through the years, and now you're doing this? You're doing literally potty humor? <laughs> Realistically, though, would he... Would they have promoted him to the heavyweights in New Japan? Possibly not. Like, he could have yeah. been just treading water there... For sure. For, ...for a few years, and I think... For sure, he's been in the tag un- and juniors and... Yeah, you can understand why he'd have wanted to give US a go, and... Yeah, like I think of course. he should have had some bigger matches, but he has had some good like featured TV matches and stuff. And I'm just saying, I'm glad like it's taken them this long to do the stupid comedy shit that Funaki. WWE always do with Japanese talent. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just the main roster bleeding into NXT now. They should turn him into a cowboy. Sure, why not? They should turn him into the number one announcer. <laughs> Where's yeah. I- I, 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 I don't like I don't like the lashing out thing could potentially be a, a something because wrestling talk shows and all that mm. stuff but the, the Jiro thing I'm completely like I want to love this guy he looks so funly he, he looks so friendly yeah. I just want to have a beer with this guy and chat about his jacket and how he f- does the flashing thing it's silly it's ridiculous but when it comes down to it it's just not no. it's just not hitting and, and it sucks so bad uh, to see Kushida just doing this when they could be doing what they were on their right track to be doing with all these talented wrestlers and uh, Kushida is not known for his speaking and here he is week after week doing silly promos yeah he's in a match later but how, how long was the match like three minutes like mm. it, this was probably longer than the match so like it's just like ah 
man, Kushida, they're doing you dirty. Go, go, go home. Go to Japan. Go back. Go wrestle. Do GCW. Literally, <laughs> just do it all. Honestly, you would be, he would be killing it because yeah. people love him and they miss him in that way. Because I, I, Alex Shelley's wrestling again. He's doing all sorts of stuff. Bring the time splitters back. Like, there's so much more he could be doing. I think than just being stuck here in exile with these little kids yeah. who think they have other jobs. We go to our next match. Amari Miller taking on Ivy Nile. Uh, Amari Miller's got quite the entrance song. <laughs> what is this? Like a? It sounds like Kelly Clarkson EDM it was like real, or like pop. I don't. It was know. like real kitty pop, wasn't it? It was weird. Uh, yeah, I didn't hate it because <laughs> we both were like, "Oh, what is? This? Whoa, what is? This? What is this weird theme?" But then we're like, uh. "It sounded like the uh, the Dolliver Daisy." commercial <laughs> just change the words yeah <laughs> Amari Miller uh, they're really pushing Nile because uh, Biven said this in in the promo and they were saying it on commentary as well Nile is the pit bull she I, looks Nile. like a pit bull yeah and she's got the chain like yeah. the pit bulls from ECW yeah and Ishii that's right stone pit stone bull stone pit bull yeah. um, there's Ivy's gonna kill you chance we get a headlock takedown from Ivy Nile and she she locks everything in. Look, it like looks painful. Everything she does here, which uh, which I appreciate, because a headlock's normally like can be boring. It depends how you apply it, you know. And uh, but Amari Miller kind of manages to counter with a, a bit of a like a leg scissors around the head, and even starts doing some press ups. Amari Miller kind of taunting Ivy Nile, and she's doing her bit. Yeah, yeah. Nile looks a little little pissed off by it. Uh, Miller tries to go for an arm lock, but Niall springs off the ropes and clubs her in the back to escape. Uh, Miller follows up with an elbow drop off the first rope to the back, and uh, then... Uh, Amari hits this really nice spin kick. Oh, that, yeah. She hits, yeah, one in the corner. Like, right to the head, uh, which looked pretty good, but it wasn't enough to keep her down. They keep going for pins, the both of them. There's a lot of pinning combinations, um, and that's where Amari hits that spin kick. And then goes to the kick again, but this time Niall ducks and hits this kind of wrestling takedown. And then Niall rolls through the pin, but comes out of the pin and transitions it into the neck crank. The dragon sleeper. Yeah, for the win. Yeah, dragon sleeper always looks good. It's a solid move that isn't used quite enough, but looks like a cool finisher. Again, a squash match. It was a bit like I they gave Amari Miller a lot more than I thought. They yeah. were here. They like definitely were trying to showcase her a little bit. But still, it was probably like two minutes. Yeah, I, I didn't mind this one. I, I thought um, I actually liked it wasn't as kind of paint by numbers as a lot of the squash matches here. And uh, I like that they, they actually had a bit of a, a wrestle back and forth. And uh, Miller showed some. I thought that kick looked really nice. And um, yeah, I kind of like what they did with the time here. Just um, another dancing gimmick. It, it's like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Ivy Nile uh, could be could be really good. I think she's impressive, and and the crowd seem to like her as well. They're getting behind her as this. She's got a great look too. She looks like a kid, yeah. like she's jacked. Uh, I can't say this did much for me, but I, I do see big things for Ivy. Mm. We go backstage to Zion Quinn, who's asked about Electra's intentions last week. Did oh yeah? Did she mean Zion to use the brass knucks, or did she she try to mean to do the distraction thing? And Quinn says, look. After last week, I see it how it is. I play it straight, but I now know how Electra plays it. So game on. And then Robert Stone interrupts and says, he's sick of the disrespect from you, talking to Zion Quinn, and everyone around here. But everything's going to change now, and everyone is going to take me seriously. 
when Von Wagner interrupts and says, I'm going to smash everyone to the ground. And if you've got a problem with that, come Tuesday, you can say it to my face. Come Tuesday, it's jacket time. <laughs> he didn't Jack say, off week. Yeah, he, he didn't say he didn't say come Tuesday again, but forever it, he's good. It, he does in my head, so he does in yours too. He's a terrible promo. Come Tuesday, he? he's always uh, wrestlers uh, always growl. He squints. He's a doing lot. the Goldberg uh, like uh, uh, come Tuesday. Uh, yeah, uh, his delivery is not great. He he does need a bit of work with this. I, I don't know what the fuck this was. From going and, from Zion Quinn and to And he looked guy, like he'd been guy. hanging out with Briggs and Jensen. He just rolled in in his flannel. He's in a flannel shirt. <laughs> yeah, he was at the country concert and left early yeah. to come here to cut this promo. But he's going to smash and beat him into the ground. Yeah. He talks like a wrestler. It's, yeah, it's very 80s. It's like... Yeah, I, yeah. I just recently watched Spider Man One with Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage, and I would never dare compare. Was it Bo- Bonesaw? Bonesaw. I would never compare Von Wagner to Bonesaw, but McGraw. But he's he's doing that like just classic wrestler, like smash him, Ugh, beat him, beat him up. into the ground. Yeah. Ah, it's like fuck, man. Did you change your gear yet? <laughs> you 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 still have the yoga pants. And you gained the plaid shirt. Just, just put him with, with fucking Briggs and Jensen. Be their leader. At this point. Yeah, Vaughn was there. T- they call themselves Briggs and Jensen, right? Yeah. B B B J. So B W J, B B W J. I don't know <laughs> what what you're gonna call them. <laughs> Someone found that funny. Uh, I I I don't know. This That's guy. The name of our secret chat. <laughs> That's BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> This guy is interesting. Uh, I think the wrestling is there, but this is laughable too. A lot of it is. A lot of this show is seems like this promo class still. Yeah. But uh, he makes me laugh, probably not for the right reasons. But I cannot unhear him saying "Come Tuesday." And we never really found out why he turned on Kyle. No. He should explain. He just wants to smash people's heads to the ground. Yeah. Uh, we're outside in a forest with Joe Gacy and and Harland. <laughs> And <laughs> I forgot that they started in the forest. Uh, yeah. And Joe Gacy says, You have waited for this for so long. Don't be afraid of who you are. Um, yeah, they, they look scary here in the, in the woods. Yeah. yeah. They're hanging out with Von Wagner in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves the woods. Yeah, you know what? Maybe Von should hang out with Briggs and Jensen, like hanging out in the woods, drinking beers. He's out there. They're he goes out to there. pick him up from being with the girls. Yeah, I bet Von drives a pickup truck too. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Like so, like yeah, they all they all could be boys. Yeah, and then that's when Joe Gacy's squad is like, "Yo, you guys are just oozing toxic masculinity. <laughs> you need to calm down." <laughs> we go to MSK and the Shaman Bro Riddle Bro. And they've got like a a fanny pack, a bum bag, on the table. They're they're in the in the treehouse, essentially, aren't they? Like a, uh, I thought they were in Matt Riddle's house. Yeah, pretty <laughs> pretty plain looking room. Some green lights, uh, table. Green, middle. yeah. And they've got this like fanny pack. And Riddle's like, "What's in the bag, bro? All everything you need to know is in the bag. Everything you need to know is in the bag." They go, "Well, we got some scissors." We've got some batteries, we've got some glasses, and one earbud. 
I he's lost like, the other one. He's, yeah. <laughs> Nash Carter. Yeah, sorry. I lost the other one. I've been there, bro. <laughs> and Matt Riddle's like, well, yo, bro, that can't be everything in the bag. You got anything more in the bag, bro? And they reach down. <laughs> sorry, is that your Matt Riddle? <laughs> they reach down and they, they now pull out a, a baseball bat from the bag and they're like whoa bro so it's doing it like Austin Powers or what like is clowns it? out of a car kind pulling of thing things yeah. out of something like doesn't uh, clearly that fit. doesn't fit yeah uh, it's the TARDIS of, of fanny packs uh, they then pull out a traffic cone um, and then uh, maybe the best thing they pull out <laughs> The John Cena Spinner US title. <laughs> While John Cena's original Word basic, life. basic ergonomics theme hits. And yep. then they're spinning the title. I'm like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> okay, I did laugh really hard at that. I'm sorry. And Riddle says, bros, you see all this stuff here? This stuff is weighing down your life. It's cluttering you down, man. It's cluttering your life. You gotta focus. And if you want to win the NXT Tag Team Championships... You gotta only think about that, bro. And Nash Carter goes, "Well, how do we how do we clear our minds?" And Riddle goes, "You sometimes you just gotta dig deep." And he reaches down and pulls out his scooter. <laughs> and then they're like, "Whoa!" So so Nash Carter reaches down, pulls out a scooter for himself. And then Wesley reaches down and he pulls off a scooter, and and they all ride off on their scooters. <laughs> To the main roster. To the main. Let's be with Randy. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of the same sentiments I had the past ones, where it's like, yeah, I know you're trying to be the stoner thing, and I think what he's trying to say here was like, yo, you're cl- clouding your mind. Yeah, you're smoking too much weed to, to instead of focusing on yeah. the titles, but instead they flip it. No, you need these scooters because you got to be stoned and scootering. So. Yeah, uh, the, the U.S. title thing was a weird, random. There are pop, sometimes but... some things that hit that get yeah. a chuckle out of me. I don't. Uh, they're not great, but I, I don't. I don't hate these like I hate some of the other segments. And I think while you're keeping these guys away from the the title picture for a little bit, yeah, um, it keeps them in your mind, and it looks like I assume they'll be they're riding back to NXT next week. With so. Riddle. With, I hope so. I think Riddle should show up. I think he should be there f- at least one week to be with him. Yeah, he's oh, he's playing super high. Yeah, like the, his facial reactions yeah. and stuff. He's trying to like hit you over the head with the yeah. the stuff because they smoke weed, bro. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Um, I I I don't know. I want to see these guys wrestle again. I would like them as a unit. I think it would make sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Actually, whether it's here or the main roster. Um, I don't. He's tied up with Randy and that RK Bro tournament thing. Yeah. That's not happening or happening or something. The RK Bronament. Yeah. yeah. I I think I think there is definitely an audience that will will click with it. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Riddle join them and, and yeah. stuff. But um, <laughs> interesting, interesting. We've all lost that one earbud too. That definitely made me laugh. But yeah, you almost lost mine once after a watch long. Couldn't find it. Yeah. It's like me with lids. Yeah, you're terrible with lids. Just put them on after you use the sauce or the olive oil. They all end up in my it fanny pack. It freaks me out. Yeah, they just disappear. You gotta sometimes you gotta deep dig deep down to get what you really want. Sometimes you just gotta put a lid back on the bottle. Uh, we live together. If you're new to this show, roommate thinks. Yeah, uh, I want I, I want to see them with Riddle and come scootering down. But they're kind of now taking his gimmick. But whatever. Yeah. 
Weed, bro. Smoke it. Well, we'll be talking about the debut of Hook tomorrow, but we have another debut tonight. Very anticipated. The debut of Harland. That's right. And he's obviously out with Joe Gacy taking on Guru Raj. And uh, Westside Gun is front row uh, to this see Harland's debut. Okay, Westside Gun, who I'm, I'm surprised. What's your favorite Westside Gun song? Uh, the second one. <laughs> His second one on Ever Made or the second, second single <laughs> release? Right. What was that one called again? Uh, uh, you know the one with the the one with the beats. The one with the beats. Yeah. Uh, and the and the words. Um, Claire's back. By West Side Gun. Yeah. That's your favorite. Feet Conway the, the. Yeah. The, Finish it. Conway the oh there's a commercial Conway the Machine yeah, yeah. Benny the Butcher and DJ Clue yeah, there he is. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good that one. one yeah that's a good yeah. one yeah West Side Gun is a huge uh, artist right now doing uh, hip hop and stuff kind of the old school he kind of isn't like in that whole new school kind of vibe so a lot of old heads really love him but he's a huge wrestling fan I've talked about him on the show quite a bit but there's some controversy because he's been to a lot of shows whether it's main roster NXT mm. and AEW Specifically, a ton of AEW. In fact, he was at Grand Slam when we were there. Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" He's, he was there with like, a bunch of other rappers. But he loves wrestling. Like he posts stuff all the time. He, his, his, his songs are named after wrestlers. He's got all this stuff. He just he loves it, and he's trying to like even make it more of a thing like than it already is like hip hop and wrestling. But he was at AEW last week, front and center. He was where Scrump always sits, right, right in the middle. So anytime someone's talking to each other. He's there on camera because he's right there. And people were like, oh, whoa, it's Westside Gun. Cool. They do not bring him up at all. They do not mention him. And during Cody Rhodes' match, Cody walks by him and goes over to T-Pain and hugs T-Pain. Westside Gun after the show is like, yo, all this fucking money I spend all the time, I big up your shit. Like, throw me a fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, I do all this for you and you, like... Hmm. You're going to, like, duck me like that. He, he was, like, he took it to heart. Like, he was offended. In real life, he is friends with Parker here, uh, Harland. Mm. So, here he is for his debut. And they made sure right away, huge graphic, huge zoom in right there, West Side Gun is here. Because I bet you he, they were like, no, we'll show people you're here. Which we don't normally see people at, like, CWC or Full Sail. No, like, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised he was there. Yeah. You, I wouldn't go to this. <laughs> just it's his mate. Stay, would yeah. you go if it was my debut? One hundred percent against Guru Raj. Yeah, I would sh- go to support Guru. Yeah, what Raj. against me? <laughs> uh, it was cool to see them like do that, but reality, you they they do mention like oh he's fr- they're friends or something along the lines like they know each other because it wouldn't make sense to cut to him randomly but also get over yourself you've got front row tickets and you're going to cause a hissy fit enjoy the show it's not about it, you it, yeah I, <laughs> I, I, I see it like that there there were there were a few things like wrestlers take pictures like they, they've used him mm. on social media to kind of get some clout and then they right. were, they kind of did him dirty I, <laughs> okay. I, I think especially when I watched that episode and it was T-Pain I was like oh okay like mm. he's he's there too he's kind of big at the moment you why not why wouldn't you right use him like they at grand slam they brought out little uzi vert to yeah. do nothing mm. he just stood there where i guarantee you west side guns is chomping at the bit to be in the ring right or do something and try to help but i thought that was interesting but they cut to him show him right here he should be part of this team with joe gacy <laughs> yeah because he's really he's really woke and yeah. <laughs> he'll join this group 
<laughs> That's fucking funny. They should do that. That'd be great. There you go. Here you heard it first. Joe Gacy, West Side Gun, and Harland. Yeah. The newest, the newest group here. It'd be great. Any song, Toxic Masculinity or something. It'd be great. <laughs> um, so it's Harland's debut, and he grabs Guru. They, they kind of go for the classic tie-up, and he just grabs him and shoves him to the mat. And then it's almost like a, a murder from a horror Michael film. Michael Myers. He just grabs his head, repeatedly slams it face first in the mat, and then drags his big forearm and elbow repeatedly across the face. Looks very painful. And then hits the back suplex into a huge urinagi. If you're a fan of our show, Was Next, this was Roman Reigns' original finisher. It was. Um, and looked great from Haaland, actually. Like, he got him really high. And one, two, three, Haaland wins in a, in a squash. But I thought what, what I saw from him was pretty impressive. Uh, I can't say the same. I think this guy will be a big thing in WWE. Mm. I've seen him just in the his social media posts look more impressive than this. So I was a little like, okay, you could have done something. But he does look, he is dressed like a psycho killer. He is dressed like Michael Myers. So And he was doing, wrestling like that, yeah, which I so quite like. Liked. So yeah. like, I get it, because for this story right now, he doesn't need to be doing all these other things. No, like so. we, we're not going to see him go out and yeah. do it. 15 minute match right. on his debut like this this is a monster kind of character but I, I like that all his moves fit with the character even the I really like the elbow like the, the forearm yeah. drag across the face just look mean and I I thought his big Uranagi looked look pretty good yeah yeah I, 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 I see big things for him but this didn't like move a needle for me at all because every match on this show for the past few weeks has been like this like squash under squash. five minutes and like this was one of the quick yeah. this was legit a squash because the other guy did not do anything this guy just bounced his head like a basketball like five times and I'm like alright I, I would be interested to see what you can do because on social media a little while ago before this character name changed he was he was quite vocal like yo I'm the next Brock Lesnar I'm gonna beat Brock Le- like I'm gonna do all this it's like okay well you're doing one move in this match but Again, it's the it's but the then start. this is what people do. Like this, this is what Brock did when he debuted. Sure, you know? like sure, it's, sure. It's what you're gonna get. Uh, week one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is literally. He looks we- impressive. Yeah, it's I literally think. week one of his debut. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, Gacy after the match looks at him and says, "Do you feel better?" And Harlan shakes his head. So Gacy smiles and nods, sending him back in the ring. And he beats down on Guru Raj. He just does more of those yeah. things. And then security run out. So Gacy <clears throat> calmly stops him. He has like control over Haaland. And then they're escorted out of the arena from, uh, by all this security. Yeah, they, we'll, they, we'll they tell him to get the hell later. out of here. Yeah. So they leave. Yeah. Um, it's like in Jack Frost. They're like shooing him off with the, get with the out hairdryer. Of <laughs> um, LA Knight shows up. And he's asked about Grayson Waller, and he says, uh, you want me to talk about a guy who did half a good move at War Games and was butthurt because I went off with that girl last week? Someone go get Grayson Waller and tell him to face me. Yeah. He doesn't have the Kavorka. Yeah. Like L.A. Knight, and he called him an incel as well. Mm. That incel. I like... wrestlers calling incels these days. Yeah. (laughs) I like LA Knight always has like the Aaron Sorkin promo, you know, like walking down a hall and like talking to the camera. And <laughs> who's that? Who's that guy? From? West, he writes oh, like West Wing West Social Wing. Network. Right, like right. his like shots are always people walking, sure, people yeah, walking yeah. and talking. Um, 
He tells him to find me. He's like, look, Go I'm find here. Me. Find me. I'm here. I want to fight you. So, yeah. And uh, after the commercials, Joe Gacy and Harland are being escorted out. And Spanky. Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. Is Sorry. The. The. Brian, Brian Kendrick. Man with the plan. Is leading the charge. Being like, all right, out of here, out of here. So Harland grabs him by the throat. And just like choke slams him down these steps. So the way they shot it was as if like Spanky's like ah, and then like cuts and he's on the he's ground on the overselling it. Yeah, this was impre- this was way better than his yeah. match. This is way better. This is proving that he's this monster horror movie killer because he literally just threw a guy down some stairs and then they're acting as if he has m- committed a murder. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> so they're like, yo, what the fuck? You can't just do this, let alone doing it to Brian Kendrick. And today I learned Brian Kendrick is a producer at WWE. I yeah, did not I, know I that. I thought he got released. I thought he was gone a long time ago. Um, I, I, I love Brian Kendrick. Never forget that Brian Kendrick was in that scramble WWE championship match and the graphic popped up for like a good minute, like current champion Brian Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love this. I, I thought this was great. Throw him down the stairs. That gets heat on yeah. anything. Uh, I think... This worked more than the match for me, 100%. And now Gacy is, like, still going to play up, like, well, like, I I don't know. I don't know how Gacy plays this up because he, before all all of this, is always like, no, peace, stop. This is the first, like, actual heelish thing he's done with sending, like, Haaland onto uh, Raj after the match. And this chunk slam. Up until now, Gacy hasn't really done anything wrong. Just you don't really trust him. Yeah, now you're like, ah, oh, he's now. How do you justify him. this stuff? But Gacy can still play up here. I didn't. I, I said he could attack Raj. I thought he was going to pick him up and give him a handshake yeah. or hug him. And no, that didn't happen. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to control him. And then you kicked us out, and he got scared. And like a like an animal in yeah. a corner, he, he freaked out and he threw yeah. Spanky down. <laughs> this got to set up Brian Kendrick versus Harland. Yeah, do we do we see a match? You can see the burning I mean, hammer from right now. Brian remember Kendrick. Brian Kendrick versus Kota Ibushi at the Cruiserweight Classic. He hit him with the burning hammer. He's gonna Kendrick bring it, did. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna bring it back for for On Harland. Holland. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, great. Probably my highlight of the show. <laughs> this guy getting thrown down some stairs. Scares are scary. Like, scares are scary. Scares are scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stairs are scary. Water's wet. Yeah, water's wet. We go to our next match is Cora Jade taking on Dakota Kai with Mandy Rose on commentary and uh, on commentary the whole time Wade is just like gushing over Mandy Rose and Vic calls him a simp and Wade is like, yeah, I'm a simp for Mandy Rose. Simping ain't easy. (laughs) It's true. Yep. Um, he also says, like, hey, it's not my fault. I have good taste in women. Like, pointing at, like, because Vic, He's with Mackenzie? Yeah, Mackenzie Mitchell. Like Mackenzie's a little wonderful. Yeah, I think he's, you think he's just joking around with yeah. them. But, uh, I mean, can you blame Wade? Did you see Mandy Rose's Black Widow-esque oh. outfit here? She's clearly in Marvel mode for yeah. this week. But what was this? Last week she had pants. There's no way. I still don't know how people wear or get into. This was possibly tighter. <laughs> it was summoned, Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mandy Rose, our NXT Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, uh, she's a great champion. Really good champion. Dakota charges Cora right at the beginning. Uh, Cora goes to this, like, head scissors takedown and completely misses. Doesn't wrap the leg around the head at all. The problem is Kai goes for the cell anyways. Yeah, it was difficult because, yeah, it's like 
What do you do? What do you do here? Because it looked like at one point maybe she could style it out and Just kick roll. her in the head yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. but a complete mess. Um, we get a backside from Cora um, for a near fall. Cora is now selling the left shoulder again, and Dakota pulls the shoulder into the ring post. And now Dakota's just working away on that shoulder. She hits a PK across it, multiple different submissions targeting that shoulder. And then Dakota goes for a running, like, face wash, big kick in the corner. But Cora escapes and sends Dakota to the outside. Now Cora comes back with clotheslines, successfully hits the head scissor takedown, hits her kind of CM Punk style knee in the corner, followed by a drop kick. And then Dakota hits this, like, weird inverted head twist face plant thing didn't know what it was yeah. I've not seen her do this before um, and then goes to the outside brings out the shovel and brings it into the ring but the ref grabs it off of her and in the commotion the tug of war with the shovel Cora rolls up Dakota Kai for the surprise win yeah if WWE 2K were to come out this year and Corey Jade is in it her finisher has to be the roll, the roll up. up surprise roll up because every match she's done is yeah done this move yeah uh, I love Dakota Kai but we were kind of talking about her earlier and how the character thing is not working I think it's not working transcending into her wrestling like making her act this certain way is just not interesting um, Jade, Corey Jade is awesome yeah there's a few slip ups here uh, I love her selling she's clearly really good at acting yeah, so her selling is the strongest and, point, yeah. and um, like we got to remember, she's only twenty. And Crazy. We we see a little little roughness in her matches, but there's also a lot of promise as well. That this this kid's twenty. Like yeah. she, if she can continue going, uh, should be good. The match was a bit up and down, a bit of sloppiness. Many roses on commentary, and they kept cutting to her at awkward times. I didn't think she was very good on commentary, which I usually do think she's a good talker. It just like seemed like it was they were trying to get a story over, and maybe it was over. They were overcomplicating it. Yeah, and camera cuts all over this show yeah. were bad, like mistimed, like during yeah. high spots and things, just suddenly cutting to Mandy on commentary. Yeah, not just things. this match. The not whole just show. this match. The whole show had a bit of awkwardness. Um, but yeah, after the match. Uh, Dakota attacks Cora and then grabs the shovel but Raquel runs out for the save uh, it looks like she, she goes for a kick and then she's like no I'm just going to beat you up again a, again, a, a little, little, little sloppy clunkiness here yeah. um, but they're, they're brawling and they go to the back and then Toxic Attractions music hits and out struts Gigi and JC and then Mandy Rose attacks Cora from behind so um Assume that's the that's the title match we'll be going but to. But she attacks the shoulder soon. again, though. Shoulder Attacking break. the shoulder, yeah. So I mean, if they go to that match, Cora is still going to be going into that with with a fucked up shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Highlight of this whole segment was Gigi Dolan's T-shirt. Jimmy Rave approved. Oh, R.I.P. Jimmy Rave. Rest in peace, Jimmy. Yeah, Rave. Uh, long live the embassy. I I used to love uh, him in, in Ring of Honor. His feud with AJ over who could do the. The styles he did the rave effect and styles did the styles effect or st- was styles clash style or something yeah uh, they they did some cool stuff uh, I thought this was a nice little nod from her I, at war games she did the Daphne yeah face paint kind of makeup right. thing so here she is wearing a Jimmy rave shirt but uh, yeah that was cool I, I noticed that as well um, I'm interested in Cora Jade versus Mandy Rose I think we kind of knew that was the match they're gonna go towards mm-hmm. anyways but yeah Grayson Waller's walking around backstage and. Walks past 
Tiffany Stratton. I like how they don't. We still haven't it, seen her face. It's like it's like anyone. What George's boss in Seinfeld. It's like the neighbor in Home Improvement. Parents in Count Chicken. The parents in most cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> you never see their face. Tiffany is walking the other way. Yeah. And you see the back of her head, which is ridiculous. She says, "Like my daddy <laughs> says, you're a terrible person." <laughs> Keeps walking off. And then Io Shirai, who I forgot was still in NXT, to right, be honest. me too. Starts yelling in Japanese at Grayson Waller. And he just laughs and, and sits down at this, on this stool and says, I think she likes me. The one time it would have worked and got a pop. She yells at him in Japanese. And st- here, she yells at him and then walks off. And he's like, oh, I think she likes me. She should have yelled for it that long period of time and then said, translation... I, I don't, don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't do that. No, Zoe Stark wasn't there for her to shit on for no Fuck. reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It would have made sense. After the commercials, we see that Raquel and Dakota are still brawling outside. Raquel somehow got a kendo stick. She's swinging that around, and the referees are separating them, and it's announced a little later um, that street fight. street fight next week. How it all started, a street fight. Because apparently that's when, what, they started teaming together? Uh, Dakota helped her in the street fight yeah. against... Ka- Ka- Tegan. Candice? Sounds like years ago. Yeah, a long time ago when they first teamed up. Black and gold days. Hmm. Yeah, back in the day. Black and gold days. Yeah. Sorry, no, it was, it was Dakota versus Tegan and Raquel came for right, the same, right, right, right? right, Yes. Next week, street fight Raquel... Dakota loser leaves town match is what I would imagine. Yeah, I feel like one <laughs> of gotta them's go. got to go. Both of them got. Both go. of them go after this. It feels the right time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. We go to our next match. It's Tony D'Angelo taking on Andre Chase. Uh, Tony comes out with uh, Pete Dunne's mouth guard in the in the like display case, and Andre Chase has like the. I guess like the prospectus for Chase University, like the pamphlet. Right. And he's waving it in D'Angelo's face. But D'Angelo just does like a classic wrestling takedown to take him down. Starts running his face into each turnbuckle. Hits a belly to belly and goes, who is this guy, huh? 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 Who is this guy, huh? Uh, Chase then comes back with a, a headlock and a swinging neck breaker and starts kind of gesturing to his students who are in the crowd to watch and then goes, give me a C. See, as he stomps down, give me an H, H. As he got to, he end, he does the whole He does chase, chase you. But as he's doing you, he forgets to do it. So while he's in midair to do the thing, he's like, give me a U, fuck. <laughs> like, he realizes, ah, I didn't do it thing, but anyways. <laughs> uh, then there's a, a nice side Russian leg sweep from Andre. It was. It did look nice. It was nice. Uh, he kind of still had him in the headlock for it, which yeah. I appreciated. Yeah. But then Tony starts to make the comeback. He pulls the sweater over Andre's face, hits a suplex. Hockey punching him. That's yep. a Canadian move there. Hockey punch the guy. And goes, you're finished. He's done. And does the Northern Light suplex into the fisherman neck breaker or the... Sleeping, sleeping with, with the fishes, yeah. as we call it. Uh, and one, two, three. Forget uh, about it. Tony D'Angelo wins the match. Hey. Uh, I quite like how... like I really like his finish, actually, the Northern Lights into it. And I like how he, he kind of was still holding on to Andre after after he put him away. Hey, man, uh, Tony's got some cool wrestling moves. He yeah. does this, like, spear takedown that not a lot of people do. Like, most people just run at you and spear you. Here he, like, picks you like up and drops you. It's like the rugby tackle. Yeah, of. yeah, it's kind of looks, it, it's good. I still, I see how this guy is still a cartoon character yeah. in the world of professional wrestling or sports entertainment. 
but the wrestling he's he's got little he's glimmers got little it. glimmers and i think pete dunn like will be the first obviously in a war games isn't like seven other people there yeah uh to kind of like distract a little i think one-on-one with pete dunn i i'd like to see really what this guy can bring um but yeah definitely probably his most competitive match so far they actually gave andre chase a fair bit here before competitive this match is probably three minutes yeah well <laughs> for the time given. yeah 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 you're um right. And then uh, D'Angelo goes on the mic and says, in the words of Tony Bennett, uh, (laughs) Tony D has the world on a string, if you know what I mean. And ever since I've been here, I've backed up what I said I was going to do. I beat Andre Chase. I said I'd smack that goof Pete Dunn right in the mouth. And Pete Dunn's music hits. Ah. And Dunn says, you do a lot of talking for a geezer with no track record. I'm going to get in that ring. Let's see if you have that same energy face to face. And Tony's like, ah, you got a face only a mother would love. But you're missing something. And points in the corner to the mouth guard and says, I bet you want that back, don't you? Well, I got business to handle, but next week we can figure this out. But right now, I got dealings to do with a guy dealing with things. (laughs) And then Tony, like, pretends he's leaving and then charges at Pete. But Pete knew what was coming, catches him, and he... Breaks, breaks your, your fingers. fingers this is the finger snap yeah and then Pete goes over to the display case of his mouth guard stamps on it gets his mouth guard back and puts it in Ugh, I wouldn't have done that I'd have just been like Tony I have m- I've got loads at home other ones I'm good yeah you you touched it it's, who knows you put it in your pants yeah and now I put it back in my mouth you could have pissed on this it, I don't know what like, you've done yeah. with this thing you could have you could have spit on it you could have like it's all we're still in a pandemic mm. and this guy put like no you shouldn't you shouldn't have taken this back Pete. It, it's a weird feud because pete is so like serious yeah. and like a real human being and then we've got tony d'angelo but i am curious what the match will look like yeah are we, we getting get it next it. week they did they announce it for next week no but he made it sound it's got to like, be coming soon oh yeah next week he said he was. but i mean new year's evil is in a few weeks so oh, might, might as well set that yeah, up for I that assume then yeah I, I, I will say I am interested in the match because the wrestling is there from Tony D, I think. Uh, Grayson Waller walks into the, the locker room backstage where Bron Breaker is warming up for his main event against Roderick Strong. And Grayson kind of goes over to him to sort of fist bump and goes, hey, war games, mate. And Breaker says no um, and kicks him out the locker room. And Grayson looks around and is like, is this what you all want? And the other guys in the locker room are like, yeah, fuck off. Get out of here. So he really is a bootleg Miz. Yes. <laughs> Completely the Miz yeah. here. They're missing him. I quite like that, though. I like that it's like now even the new guard are like, no, fuck off. Like and it. I think it baby faces Breaker, who yeah, yeah. briefly was just heel for that like War Games match. Sure. And now, and it's putting him over as like Breaker. Breaker's the locker room leader in NXT moving forward. Like he's the guy. Well, he says superstars get their own locker room anyways. Yeah. So where is he going to go change? The bathroom? The showers, yeah. With Jiro? I guess so. Taking a shit? <laughs> um, we see the medical team checking on Brian Kendrick. Oh, man, backstage. is he okay? He's in a neck brace. I hope he's all right. I hope he's all right. We do get an update from Vic in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our next match. It's Boa. How many fucking matches, there so on, many this matches show, on this show? There man. I want to go home. <laughs> Boa versus Idris Anofi as uh, Solo Sokoa is watching backstage. Uh, Boa hits some kicks. He applies the money clip at one point. Uh, 
knees, Idris to the gut, uh, and then here actually a nice looking double under heck, uh, d- double under hook suplex. Yeah. Probably the best thing I've seen Boa do. He's done. This, he, this is the only movie. It, he can it do. looks really this nice. Is the, literally the only movie he's done. Uh, Anofi evades the big boot and hits a drop kick to the face, followed by a fisherman's suplex, and then goes to the second rope, leaps off, but gets kicked in the gut by Boa, and then Boa does like the Mei Ying like throat grip thing, and the throat goat Boa. Yeah, and then Roundhouse kicks Idris. I think he. This reminded me of Zia Lee to Mercedes Martinez. She just kicked him in the he head. Kicks him in the head. Yeah, this is a straight up. Roundhouse this was kick. either like the the snuggest best roundhouse kick I've seen, or he kicked him in the head. He kicked him in the head, <laughs> and someone check on Idris and Ophi, please. Well, Bo is possessed. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh I thought Boa looked a little better here. Like some of his offense looked. Other like, than kicking a guy in uh, the head, but maybe it's because he just kicked a guy in the head. Um, but yeah, another another quick match here, yeah. um, and they're they're still going with this this Boa thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're still going with the Boa. Still thing. going with this Boa thing. And Maying is now sleeping girl. Yeah, they should give that gimmick to Boa. After she's done with it. What, he's sleeping He gets Boa? possessed by the sleepy girl. Why not? <laughs> it just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps picking up her gimmick. Yeah. Love it. The leftovers. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is backstage and says, uh, this between you and I has to end, Dakota. I look back at our pre- friendship as a positive, but the reality is I need to end you, Dakota. And then start speaking in Spanish. Mi amiga, my... Enemy, Let's finish it. Like street fight. So the street fight's happening next week. Yep. Um, and then we see Grayson Waller in LA Knight's car as some guy who sounded kind of like Mauro Ronaldo is trying to interview him. Was it Dan Matha again? Was it Dan no, Matha? No, no, no. And uh, Waller drives off. He seems to have a, a girl in the it car. It looked like Tiffany. Yeah? It looked like her. Oh, maybe. She was wearing the same outfit. True. So she maybe she was like, my daddy says you're a terrible person. So you sound great. Yeah. And gets in his Possibly. car. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. And as the car drives off, we see LA Knight has been beaten up. And he's lying, lying wincing on the ground. In the parking lot. Mm. Damn. We go to Jacket Time versus Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, we start off with James Drake and Kushida. Uh, Kushida kind of does the the classic sort of wrestling takedown and then mocking by sort of spinning round doing the helicopter watch it and <laughs> slapping his head uh, and Drake starts to get wound up and Gibson's like no calm down he's trying to get in your head calm down calm down and then I noticed Kushida's in his old gear here he's in his old school Kushida gear yeah 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 because it's jacket time yeah that'd be like time Kushida. oh I didn't tell you I've uh, booked something for when I'm back home in February what is Back to the Future, the musical. Oh, got tickets. damn. I wonder if Kushida's seen that. Yeah, it's meant to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they need to bring that over here. Yeah, so looking forward that to sounds that. sounds good. Got to get back in time. Yeah. Jacket time. Uh, Gibson then tags in and pulls Kushida to the outside, and they hit their like side Russian leg sweep, tope suicida combo. Looks cool. Which looked great. And that's when the, uh, the Creed brothers come out to watch. Uh, the beatdown on Kushida is going on for quite a while. Uh, but eventually, Kushida makes the tag to Jiro, who's smacking them with his jacket. Uh, there's a German suplex and a kip-up from Jiro, and then he shows us, look, I'm wearing a jacket. Um, Wait, was he wearing a jacket? He was wearing a jacket. Okay, just making sure. Um, we then get a, a springboard crossbody from Jiro to both 
of grizzled young vets. And then Jacket Time come in and hit a double hip toss drop kick um, for a two count. And then we get the hoverboard lock from Kashida, but Drake comes in with a drop kick to break it up. Uh, Gibson then hits the like the Dustin Rhodes final cut. Yeah, uh, I love this move. Yeah, it's like the the lifting up and twisting Spinning in the neck breaker. Brainbuster kind yeah, of thing. it looks really nice. Um, Gyv set up for the ticket to mayhem, but Kashida slides out, hits the baseball punch, and then with both of Gyv on the outside, the Creed brothers run down to square off with them. But Jacket Time hit a tandem. Tope con Hilo from Kashida while uh, the Asai Moonsault from Jiro at the same time. Looked pretty good. Which looked good. And then they hit the uh, the Swanton to Drake as from uh, from Jiro as Kashida kind of hits the Scorpion Death Drop. Yeah, it's kind of a weird double team yeah. move, but that's what they used to win this. And Jacket Time pick up the win. Uh, i got to say, I'm, I, I, I kind of hate the team just what we've mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. I think this is the best Jiro's looked. This was the most Jiro was actually we've seen wrestling. Do, uh, we've seen him do moonsaults and stuff before. But yeah, again, this was really short match. And I do love both these teams. I've been hating what they've been doing with both of mm. both of them. Like both teams here. I've been hating the grizzled young bet stuff. And here they are losing to Jack at times. So that even puts them even... If, yeah. we, if you thought they were doing bad before, again, I don't know what their position well, is going to be. It looks go like they're going back to GYV feuding with the Creed brothers again. Sure, yeah, to get a rematch or yeah. whatever. But yeah, so Jack of Time get the win here. Um, I didn't think I didn't think it was bad, but again, it was very quick and everyone kind of got some It was suffering. probably the best wrestling on the show, but there wasn't a whole lot no, on this yeah. show. Again, it did not move any needle whatsoever, except, oh, maybe we're going to the Creed brothers. It's just too, too, much, too much wrestling on it. Too much and not enough at the same time. Yeah, which is so it's, weird. It's when you have eight matches? matches, nothing gets going. Yeah. Whereas, give, give us five. Yeah, give us four or five, and like give people substantial time. But the, the thing is, I guess a lot of these people at this moment just need the reps, and they can't necessarily be doing long matches right now. But when you've got these four, who they do know what they're doing. I, I would think so. They yeah. can have a little longer. Yeah, um, yeah, Grizzled Young Vets, I guess they'll feud with Creed Brothers and then, uh, I don't know, don't answer your phone for a few yeah. weeks. Uh, but th- the same could be said with this whole thing. All the people that w- aren't the new people, yeah, where do you where do they go? Here we're talking about Raquel and Dakota should go because what else is there yeah. for them to do here? Same with like an EO. Like, do you just feud with Mandy after the Cora Jade stuff? Like, mm. there's so many characters that are good people, good wrestlers, and good characters that are just sitting here and do, being and GYV. obviously, like, I assume WWE are going to want some vets to work with these young people. But like, how? Like, a lot of these people are also young. You know, they're yeah. just they're young veterans. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. it's how much do they want that in their career to already be kind of player coach at this stage? Exactly. It's 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 weird. Yeah, I, I would like to see more thing, more better things from GYV. I repeatedly say that, but they're good. They yeah. actually are, and the stuff they've been giving has is is not good. And the same with Gushida and Jiro. Uh, Malcolm Bivens is backstage, just like hyping up uh, Roderick Strong, saying you are the champion. When Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams walk past and say, "Oh look." It is the A champion, but not the champion. Good luck tonight, kid. Calling uh, Roderick Strong, kid. Uh, and uh, 
Biven says, you may believe in luck, but you may have some other things to worry about, and points out that Dexter Loomis has left a drawing for them of him chasing, chasing them? them both. Uh, yeah. So Carmelo's like, put that down. We put don't care down. about we, this. We're over that shit. Come yeah, on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and now we go to Vic Joseph, who says, all right, we got a lot of injury updates to catch you up with. He says, Cora Jade re-injured her shoulder and then he gives it like a fancy technical term and says she's day by day at the moment. LA Knight has multiple injuries. Who knows what's going on with him? And Brian Kend- Kendrick has a possible cervical fracture. Like, I think we need to think about hiring Samoa Joe in his role again. What happened like, that's to Joe? a lot, lot of injuries tonight. Well, you know when everyone was getting beating <laughs> yeah, each other yeah. up and Joe... It's we like, we need John Regal back. to The, the Guardian, the Vigilante uh, yeah. here in NXT to help make, keep the peace. But everyone's getting hurt. Yeah. People are getting injured. Poor Brian Kendrick. Yeah. I hope he's okay, man. Spanky, yeah. Brian yeah. Kendrick. Did he deserve that? Um, I hope someone show, brings, brings him his white leather jacket to his hospital room sorry medical facility room yeah local medical and he facility. can hang out well, who was his manager that guy was, was great he had big zeke oh big Ezekiel yeah jackson oh he was the one that uh regal put in his place this was in uh, daniel bryan's book oh yeah um i'm pretty sure it was Ezekiel jackson where uh he said to like there was a flight and yeah. brian had like the better seat right and Ezekiel jackson was like yo move like kind of like, give it up I'm the like veteran here or whatever and Regal was like you, you can like you can lace this guy's boots shut the fuck up <laughs> sit in your seat like, this is one of the best wrestlers on the planet who are you right yeah and he's like alright oh, uh, Ezekiel Jackson is the last ever ECW champion so wow better watch it Regal yeah. no, uh, but Brian Kendrick and Daniel Bryan yeah they, they train together yeah so trained at the same they, time slept on the floor and so Zeke shit. shouldn't have been chatting shit regardless yeah fuck Big C. Yeah. <laughs> Look, shout out Brian Kendrick. I yeah. want to see him wrestle now. We go to our main event of the evening. It's Roderick Strong versus Bron Breaker. And we see Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are on the perch watching. Um, there's a really nice looking delayed vertical suplex from Bron to Roddy, where he holds him up for quite a while. Um, Strong comes back with one of his backbreakers across the announce desk. And then a gut buster from Strong for a two count. He applies the Stronghold and then goes charging at Bron, but Bron catches him with a slam. And now Bron's making the comeback, delivering shoulder tackles, clotheslines, a Frankensteiner, ooh, 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 ooh. And then hits the belly to belly. Breaker then grabs Roddy by the throat to set up for his military press power slam. But Roddy hits a really nice rolling back elbow like Andrade style Judas effect Judas effect but better than the Judas effect like look really nice <laughs> how here. dare you uh, then hits his like running forearm train where they're on in the ropes and he's just going back and forth with his forearm strikes Roddy running train followed by the Olympic slam but Bron kicks out we get a superplex from Roddy followed by a tiger bomb but Breaker kicks out and then Roddy just kicks Breaker in the head a couple of times Leaps at Breaker, but gets caught with another, like, world's strongest slam. And then the straps go down for Bron Breaker. He gets Roddy up into the military press, into the power slam. One, two, three. Bron Breaker wins. 
Yeah, uh, it was Roddy trying to hit that knee that yeah. got caught in midair and, and slammed down. Honestly, Braun Breaker has some cool wrestling moves, and he looks jacked. The, the colorful tights, it all works for him, Yeah, honestly. But again, this match was probably five, six minutes, maybe, because we looked at the clock, and it started at 5.56, and then the match started, and they're like, we'll be right back. Here's picture in picture. Yeah. I'm like, guys, this match just started. Why are you doing this? There was a little overrun, but, like, yeah, not much. Yeah, so the match wasn't very long, again, but... At least there was some cool moves. Like, you got to see Roddy do all these classic stuff. The angle slam, the superplex. The tiger driver bomb was really cool. Uh, but, of course, Braun's going over here. So, yeah, yeah uh, I didn't I didn't necessarily hate it. But it's to set up for Breaker on this, this run so he can face Champa. But totally squashing your Cruiserweight champion. Totally didn't need to. It couldn't have been. It could have been someone else in this role. Yeah, I think they're just trying to. I think they want Braun to work with these vets to, like. Sure. To, like, get get in there like he's not going to improve wrestling against like your your greener guys is he yeah um and these guys know how to make him look good um i i do like bron breaker i I think there was a time when he was first challenging champa where i was like absolutely not i do not want to see you win the title i think it's kind of inevitable and i'm not as against it now because i I think he has he has got it right and you you kind of got to strap the rocket to the guy like if you go, if you think this is the guy you want to go with, um, there could be way worse people to go with. Sure, and looks yeah, good. But I'm again, it's same, it's same complaint. Like if if we had just if this match got a little long, if this was like a, a 12 minute match, like yeah. and they could get more in, it, it would be way more beneficial to to everyone. Yeah, I think rather than just have it. We saw Boa last week. We didn't need to see Boa no, this week. No. You know, There's a, there was so there was much stuff on this you show. could trip. You could have given, given the the opening match, the like no holds barred match, a little bit more. Given this main event a little bit more. Given the tag a little bit more, and maybe had one, two squashes in there. Have there the Harlan so squash. Many, there's that, yeah. Um, but there was just too much. You said eight matches. Eight matches on. Yeah, and they all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't suck. That's not fair. But this episode, but th- there wasn't enough to go. Like, we're we're never gonna go when you've got matches like out this length. Oh, you got to go back and check out this it's two minutes. Which we used to do. Yeah. We used to do. Yeah, we used to have yeah. that. Um, well, I already told you guys. The highlight of this show was the terrible country music concert. Yeah, segment that you got to watch. So if you haven't watched that, go find it on their socials. I'm sure they upload. It. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, on uh, another one of these forgettable NXT episodes. Oh, you didn't even mention what happened at the end. Champa came out. Oh yeah, Champa came out at the end uh, as uh, as what's his name, Bron Breakers, uh, getting up, celebrating, and he hits the Willow's Bell onto the title, and he gets in his face and says, "At War Games, you may have won the battle, but this is the war. Welcome back to the deep end." And he kisses him on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He sees all the fun things wrestlers are doing in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> so he did it here. So that's going to be New Year's Evil main event, I, I would I, assume. You know I love Champa. Yeah. Wears t-shirts all the time. But War Games was the battle. Well, actually, it's, it was the war because the, the war. name War is in it. But he but, was like, yeah. this is the yeah. war, as yeah, in the yeah. title. This I get it. is yeah. the war. I'm just joking. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I, I I'm kind of looking forward to see that match again. Like, yeah, sure. again, like try and give them a bit more time or something. But yeah. um, I, I didn't hate this show as much as last week. I thought last week's show really kind of sucked, even though you had the, the, the Gargano and the Kyle stuff. Um, I mean, we, we've said our complaints. Just, 
too short wrestling, still too many squashes. But um, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, I would say I would say Bron Breaker and to an extent Grayson Waller are working for me in the roles they're in. Um, but like, it's still a lot of the gimmicky shit. The 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 country country dudes. Those are funny and so bad, so yeah. terrible. Yeah, uh, I felt the same. Like, I probably liked last week's because it had Johnny Gargano's over this one. But it's still the same, literally a cookie-cutter thing. WWE is now trying to produce developmental things for their shitty Raw and SmackDowns. So, like, now it's just more apparent. Yeah. They're no longer trying to prime Shawn Michaels, Triple H's guys. Like Adam Cole, Gargano, Dream, all the whoever they were doing back a few years ago. They need someone to take on a Moss. They need someone to fight in Raw and SmackDown. And Zion Quinn has to learn how to do silly gimmicks and singing shit. You need to have poker players. You need to have Andre Chase. You need to prime these people for the stupid shit Vince McMahon's going to make them do on the main roster. So that's why this show still sucks. Well, that's what we thought. Let's see now what you guys thought. We put up feedback on our Facebook group. So go ahead and search for Up Next Group on Facebook. We'll let you in. you just got to answer a few simple questions. Um, And we'll start with Corey, who says... I just did not care for tonight's episode of NXT. From the awful Boa match to the women's matches that were super rough to EO being relegated to comedy segments backstage to the awful Lash Legend segments to the country music. It's little wonder NXT 2.0 is losing viewers. Them losing to Law and Order reruns should be embarrassing to the company. NXT 2.0 sucks. That is tough. That is rough. If yeah, because whenever what do they air before and after? Like Law and Order SCU or something, something like that. Yeah, that's fucked. We go to Dylan Grayson. Previous guy only talked about the bad, so I'll talk about the good. I guess Grimes is such a good baby face, and his momentum continues to roll. Love that cave in through the chair. Waller is over as hell. Hope the asshole chance to the beat of his music remain a common thing. Ivy Nile continues to impress. Can't wait to see her against bigger names. Harlan's debut squash did a good job getting him over as a monster, but yeeting Brian Kendrick down a flight of stairs hammered the point home. Was it cheesy? Yup. Did I love it? Yup. Boa may not be the best right now, but that new spin kick finisher looks great. <laughs> I wonder uh, why. Yeah, because he kicked the guy in that. The Creed Brothers helping Jack at time beat GYV. GYV made perfect sense. If they haven't done it after last week, they'd kind of look like chumps. Breaker Strong was awesome, and Psycho Killer Champa closing the show standing tall was lovely. Excited for Raquel versus Dakota next week, and hopefully we get Roddy Mello at New Year's Evil to unify those belts. It sounds that yeah, way. that would be good. Like if the, New Year's Evil could be a good show if you've got that that match on it, because that should give you the wrestling right. Yeah, Roddy they'll, they'll have a, will have should have a really good match. Yeah, they'll have a four minute classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We go to Andrew McDonald, who says, I'm glad you guys got to review my favorite time period of 1995 recently, but even with that, I still think the wrestlers back then did a better job <laughs> at appealing to kids than they do now, especially with Wade Barrett saying he's down with the kids. The episode tonight is basically what NXT has become. Some good wrestling with horrible gimmicks. I'm assuming that the end goal of Josh Briggs and what's-his-name Jensen is that they're gay. That has to be it, right? It's commentary on how they are trying to act so con- cartoonishly manly to hide the fact that they're gay is that because like what was happening with them and the girls is that what you're trying to say here Andrew? like overcompensating or? uh i i could i i can see what you're trying to say and andrew's definitely andrew is not legit not trying to be offensive whatsoever no, 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 no. I, I legit understand what he's trying to say because even the kyle vaughn stuff was like hey wait a second are they trying to like 
act as if like I can't quit you kind of thing. But I see what you're saying, Andrew. But no, I think just think it's that bad. They're I don't think terrible. the writers are They're good enough oblivious. to put this depth into yeah, it, that these yeah. two <laughs> guys are trying to play no. macho to hide their sexual orientation. Yeah, this- I don't. I don't think these that's, writers have it in them that's not to do this. that. <laughs> Definitely not this. But uh, if it was, that would be a swerve, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, it's made me more interested to see what these two and Kane and Casey get up to next week. You're you're hooked. Like, that would be a better story than what they're given. Yeah. It w- honestly, it would. Yeah, these guys are trying to get by in a masculine industry of wrestling where they're they're closeted and they're trying to... I feel like it might be a little too... Yeah, I, I don't trust no. this company. No, not at all. Story no, no. At all. No, no. Yeah. Uh, he says, granted, that also sounds problematic. <laughs> okay, yeah, at least Andrew As what knows. is unmanly about being Andrew gay. understands what he's saying. But by God, I put more thought into that gimmick than they did. Jacket time is also one of the worst gimmicks all year. Jiro <laughs> is fine. He's just goofy Jiro, but Kashida and Jiro have no chemistry and it feels awkward. Yeah, just seeing Kushida sat on like yeah, this chat a TV show. Table. show oh. yeah. <laughs> the only reason they're together is because they're Japanese. It's not even an odd couple gimmick like with RK Bro. It's just now Kushida is goofy too, I guess. And why is Dakota Kai dressed as a bird? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Highlight was the main event with Big Rod Strong and Bron Breaker. Considering how NXT is going, I'm surprised that's not Roddy's new name. What? Big what's Rod Strong. Oh no, Big Rod. <laughs> And finally, we go to Frank, Fire Frank, who writes in in the Facebook group, Harlan murdering poor Brian Kendrick was the highlight of the week so far. Braun continues to impress, and nice to see Daddy Champa remind everyone whose house it still is. I, I highly disagree, because last week, where were you, bro? Your, your buddy's leaving, yeah. and you didn't come out? Didn't last show me week would have been easy. They just needed to say Champa's recovering from war games. Done. Didn't do it. Yeah. They didn't do that. No. No. So it isn't Champa's NXT. He's the champion because he's holding the title till we give it to Braun. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> Frank continues, though. The rematch should be announced shortly, and that should be fun. Waller is getting over as a heel, so that's a plus. Grimes makes everything he touches fun, and that includes Poker Duke. That cave-in onto the chair looked pretty cool. Pete certainly didn't take being called Stunad lightly. Looks like he wants to take out another geezer. What fair were Briggs and Jensen and the TikTok twins at? It looked pretty fire. What fair? <laughs> uh, Frank says, shout out fairs. Oh, and Boa won a match, so that's something to note. Couch Girl is awake. Look out. In closing, if you spoil Spider-Man, you're a stunad, and you deserve to have Harlan throw, da- throw you down some stairs. Well said, Frank. Damn. Well said. Yeah. You're, you're on the nose there, for sure. And that's it. That is it. So what you learned was a cool-looking Kaven. Yeah. From Cameron Grimes. Jiro and Kushida, not working. Briggs and Jensen and the TikTok twins, not working. NXT 2.0, not working. <laughs> Can't wait to see the ratings. Should we just review Law & Order next week and see if anyone notices? That, that looked pretty bad from what I saw today before this show. It didn't look much better, and that is actually a, a drama. I've watched like the last five minutes of so much of mm. these shows because we always put it on five yeah. minutes too. Just We're always like, what the hell's what's going, going on? on in this show? Someone's murdered. Uh, well, we just murdered it on the podcast yeah. here today. That was cool. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening and supporting us here at Up Next. We will be back tomorrow night and on this very free feed here for BD Elite Weekly. We talk about AEW Dynamite, and we're going to be talking all about it. We'll even talk about Hook, because we are hookers here in the BDE. <laughs> all right. We'll go with it. 
T-shirt coming soon to pro wrestling. You want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk about your four pillars? We'll talk about some of those. It was NCIS. We've been corrected NCIS. by the That's by the was, Twitch yeah, room. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk all about some dynamite and winter is coming tomorrow night. Recording it live on Twitch afterwards, but the pod is wherever you find us. And of course, Patreon.com/slash up next. We got our WWF In Your House Five Seasons Beatings show is up. Brett versus Bulldog, the rematch, which is awesome. Brett Blading, which is awesome. Uh, we just did a Was Next that's coming out next week, talking about some retro NXT. We have our Jack Off week. Mm-hmm. Jack Frost, the movie, 1997, Killer Snowman, and Jack Frost, 1998. Michael Keaton as the lovable musician dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which one sounds better? They both it's, sound pretty good to me. to you to decide. A Succession Season 3 finale review coming out on the free feed this Friday. So get your feedback in for that. That's all on the Facebook group as well. Yeah, and uh, you'll be back next Tuesday and Wednesday for Up Next and Media Elite and, and all that stuff. But so many podcasts. The best way to follow is on Twitter at Up Next Podcast. And, of course, that Facebook group you mentioned, Up Next Group, we will let you in. And uh, you can look at all the funny memes and news and stuff that we post on there. But that is it for now. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. And that is at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, I couldn't think of anything from this show. What happened on this show? Simpin' ain't easy. Ah, it really ain't. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.